0: Welcome to Nimmin Live, the number one place on the internet to learn about YouTube, network with other content creators and have an awesome time doing it. My name is Nick, and today we are answering your YouTube questions. And when I say we, I'm gonna talk about that part here in just a little bit because right now, Dee's actually um, getting his, uh, we're getting everything set up so we can also stream into the uh, vertical shelf as well, or the short shelf, which is a feature that YouTube has rolled out that you should be aware of as a content creator, just in case you're not aware of it yet. Um, we now have the option to live stream directly into the short shelf, which is pretty awesome. So while all that's getting set up, um, you're just gonna be sitting here looking at me, so I hope that's okay. But if this is your first time here, or if you're watching on the replay actually, I do wanna let you know that because uh, we add timestamps to this stream, I encourage you to go down to the video description and look for those timestamps, because with those timestamps, we also put the question that was asked, which then gives you the opportunity to look for questions that were asked during the stream that that you might want to know the answers to or you just might wanna hear the insights that are given around those particular questions. In addition to that, you might also see some other questions that might you know, be questions that you might want to ask or that you might have maybe not even really thought about you know, because maybe you haven't gotten that far in your journey yet or something like that. So because of that, I do encourage you to check those out. And if you are somebody that is hanging out here, I do wanna let you know that um, this stream today um, is a QA. and a So basically how this works, if you've never been here before, is there's a form down in the description right now and all you have to do is go down and put your question into that form and then once you do it's going to show up on my end and then we answer the questions in the order that they are received as of this conversation right now let me uh take my window and kind of scale it down a little bit but as of this conversation right now we don't have many questions in there um so if you do have a question get it in there and i guarantee it will get answered on the stream today in fact i'm going to go ahead and just drop this into the chat just to make sure that you have it um, just so we can kind of get this party started because i cleared it right before the uh, stream started here today keep pressing keep praising welcome to the stream you are the best Um, yeah so the link for the form i just dropped it there um, in the chat if you don't see it in the uh, video description and it's possible i think i might have actually taken it out of the video description for a different stream that i was doing that might be why it's not um, down there at this moment in time i'm not sure but i need to get that added down there too so with all that stuff out of the way, just some things to um, just to make sure that I bring to your attention again, if you are just joining us. One thing that we are um, gonna be doing here in just a little bit is we are gonna be streaming also into the short self on YouTube because that is now a feature available to us as content creators. So if you are a live streamer, if you are somebody that is wanting to use live streams to get more attention to what it is that you're doing or you're wanting to use live streams to grow your you know channel, then in that particular case, or at least you know get in front of more people and if they like your stuff, then you know they can follow from there. Um, but as part of that, um, you know, you now have the feature um, to go live into the short shelf. As long as you meet the requirements to actually live stream on YouTube, then you can do this, which is uh, which is pretty awesome. So as we get rolling today these um uh almost finished over here on, uh, on his end but uh as we get rolling today um i'm actually gonna look here and see if we've had uh any questions pop in yet so right now we don't even have any questions like that's how fresh we are because i cleared this right before we uh got going here wow, um rare. so it is rare so for right now i didn't schedule it you know in advance either like we started kind of on the spot but um uh one thing that i do want to do really quick is i'll just give some shout outs here for the people that are hanging out here video for bosses nice to see you in here Chantel. hope that you're doing great um we've got uh geneva tutoring tutoring um in the house what's going on keep praising keep praising what's going on hope that you're doing fantastic ernie shark in the house what's going on man hope you're doing great ytmb gaming welcome to the stream today so we had our first question pop in so um the question is from stephen paul taylor and stephen paul taylor says that they upload when they have time and they have been on youtube for one year or more but before we get into this one thing that i do want to uh mention really quick just because i haven't done it yet Today's stream, um, just in case you don't know, is brought to you by TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy is the number one tool for YouTube content creators. TubeBuddy will help you optimize your videos for discovery, help you test your thumbnails to make sure the thumbnails that you're making are effective for the people that you're trying to reach, and if you're a strategic creator, making sure that your thumbnails are effective for the traffic sources that you are trying to reach. In addition to that, they have a bunch of other like workflow tools and things like that to basically help you be a more efficient content creator and just help you get better results with what it is that you're doing. Try that for yourself at TubeBuddy.com. In addition to that, um, you also, uh, the stream is co brought to you by StreamYard, which is the live streaming platform that we use to live stream this every Saturday. And the reason that we use StreamYard is because it's easy. It makes adding graphics to the screen, like you can see right here, easy. Um, From time to time when we bring on guests for other streams, they make that process where you can do it within just a few clicks which is fantastic um, you can add background music you can add videos and things like that which you'll see some of those things happening on the stream here today um, but we use StreamYard because it's super easy to use and it's reliable and It holds your stream open in the cloud because they push everything through the cloud, which means if your stream goes down for any reason, you have a technical problem, anything like that, then since they do hold it open in the cloud, you don't lose all your viewers. What happens is when your stream goes down, then you can hop back in on your phone or something like that, because you can also use StreamYard on your mobile device, and then you can come back in and you can, uh, you know, be there on your phone while you're getting your computer turned back on or, you know, dealing with any other tech issues that you might have. Um, In addition to that, Um, Because they are a channel sponsor as well, I also wanna let you know that um, Opus Clip, because I know a lot of you are using Opus Clip now to take your long form content and quickly convert it into short form videos. So with that, they are in the process of pushing out version three of that that also has a bunch of additional features as well. I just got the note on that before the stream, so I don't have all the details on all the different features yet. But if you are an Opus Clip user, make sure to check that out. If not, you can also check that out at Opus Clip. Tom Nash in the house. What's going on, dude? Hope you're doing fantastic. Um, Tom says, tell them about A-B testing. It's a game. It's a game, absolutely, without question. You know, like when it comes to all this stuff, if you're not, you know, testing on a regular basis and all that, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice, you know, because that's how you that's – that's where you find, you know, the, the all the real information, right? Because you have all the stuff that you think when it comes to, you know, your content and, you know, what people would respond to and how, you know, you think things should be. But you don't really know until you actually test it and you get, you know, data that supports, you know, the ideas that you have. And uh, Tom also asked, uh, is, uh, is D in the elevators at working today? <laughs> (laughs) yeah he's uh he's definitely not in the uh, elevator he made he made it out which is good so um into the questions here the very first question and again just a quick reminder if this is your first time here we got a link to the form down in the uh, or down in the description below and it's free thanks to the uh, stream sponsors as well so all you have to do is just put your question in that form and we'll get it answered on the stream today what'd you run into oh oh okay I thought you are giving me a look like, oh, I, I, I'm missing something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Stephen here, um, Stephen Paul Taylor, they upload when they have time. They've been on YouTube for one year or more. Uh, they do a music channel. And the goal of the channel is to entertain people and the question is is it possible to revive my dead channel absolutely it is so when it comes to youtube you know the reason that you know channels usually die out is usually because you haven't uploaded in in, you know a long period of time and if you haven't uploaded in a long period of time one of the things that can happen there is youtube specifically says and i can actually just show this on screen really quick for those of you that want to see it let me see here if i go into this particular branding thing one of the things that youtube says right here is that when you are uploading um, or when your channel is getting less traffic from home pages or suggested videos cuz search traffic you know is obviously more consistent but they say one of the things that can happen is you are uploading less frequently than usual so because of that it can give the appearance that your channel's dead but in reality your channel's not really dead it's just you haven't you know uploaded enough to keep good activity coming in and maybe you don't have a lot of you know consistent traffic coming in from sor- uh, from search and another thing also is they mentioned that you know the topic the topics that you talk about right underneath that, um, they might be declining in popularity also. And then there's the other thing about, you know, other channels that are making similar content that maybe maybe people have started, you know, connecting with more than yours and things like that. So without question, you can resolve, revive a, you know, channel that is that you're currently having a challenge with. However, you know, you need to, you know, just get back on the thing, right? Publishing on a regular basis, making good content, understanding your audience, what it is they want from you. Since you're doing music in that particular case, making sure that you're consistently putting out music, um, and making sure that, you know, that people, that the music that you are putting out is, you know, good music so that people will enjoy it and will want to subscribe. They will want to come back and watch it. Um, you know, the, all of that stuff is really, uh, important as well. So Jerry Pop Andrea says, uh, Nick, I got to give it up to invalid traffic, because if not for that, I'd have no traffic at all. pa. sounds like it that almost sounds like a tube spanner joke. <laughs> oh, Love it. Love it. Love it. So uh, the next question that we have here on the list, uh, the form is definitely starting to fill up now. EBM scholars. Super cool. I'll definitely get to it here because um, we don't have a lot of questions in there yet. Um, so the next question is from Matt Fuddy. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, Matt says that he does football content. The goal of the channel is to share my love of football. Question is, my most recent video has picked up an astonishing 375,000 views within less than a week. Is it possible to retain the success and replicate the success, and if so, how? So right here, you're sharing your love of football. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if you're taking clips from other people and you're putting, you know, like, if you're clipping out particular sections of a game or something like that and you're putting them up. I don't know if you're doing commentary. I don't know what exactly it is that you're doing. But when it comes to things like this, what happened is that you published a piece of content that a large amount of people responded to positively and because of that YouTube has just continued to show it to people over time and when you are publishing videos to YouTube if you publish anything and people really enjoy it then you know YouTube will keep showing it to people which is great but what can happen is you can publish a video and if you don't really have control like if you are taking footage from something else, or if you happen to talk about something that was really popular at that moment in time, but it's not something that's going to be popular, like, let's say, for example, you covered something on the Super Bowl, then of course, there's going to be a lot of activity happening around that, you know, right after the Super Bowl is finished. And then after that, since the Super Bowl is not happening anymore, then in that particular case, that that'll kind of, you know, I won't say grind to a halt, but the interest in that will drop considerably. So because of that, when you do have situations like that, we'll just call them events, when you have uh, you know, a, a viral event like that, um, one of the things that can be beneficial is just to ride that train as much as you possibly can during that event if that's what happened to you. Um, if you're doing commentary and it's on things that are not related to something that is of, you know, something that's trending like the Super Bowl, um, then in that particular case, um, just start looking at what it was that you did. So if this were any other type of content, then in that particular case, you look at the topic, you look and you, start dissecting the video. Okay, how did I open this? What did I get to next? What did I get to next? Why do I think people cared about this topic? What did I do with the thumbnail? What did I focus on in the thumbnail? Um, is there anything that I you know, added in the thumbnail that I don't normally do? How did I structure my title? What exactly did I say in the title? Did I use any, you know, particular impact words or you know, any type of, you know, thing there that might have also caused it to be of interest to more people, something like that? Was it super broad within the subject that I talk about? Um, was it more narrow within the subject that I talk about? And you start digging in to it in that regard um, to try to figure out a way that you can you know replicate uh that experience for you know other other types of channels next um next question that we have here on the list is we've got tom nash what's up dude um he does finance content goals to be like nick
1: <laughs> hey can i jump and, in on this one for a second yeah tom i've been watching the progression of your studio rebuild how you've been reframing everything you're dialed in
0: Mm. Oh, I haven't seen his. Uh, I haven't seen it. I didn't know he was. Uh, it's been about a studio week I watched you through
1: like the different color or the different uh, different lighting and like different contrasts and stuff like that. I haven't watched a video in about a week. About about a week ago, I saw like a significant change, and I meant to send you a message, but did you you were dialed in on that one. I'll go back and look to see the one, but it was it was like nailed it. I was like, wow, that's it, Tom. Nice. Yeah.
0: Hey, so it looks like um, here I'm getting ready to send you the go live together. Also, it's going to be in your line. And then I think you'll be able to just pop in. um, Oh, I don't, I don't have a line on this. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how to get this um, to you another way without kind of disrupting stuff. Oh, awesome. So it has here like waiting for guests for me for copying that link. So half of the screen is me and half of it is for you. um, But it's not on a go live here. Hold on real quick. I wonder if I can just add you. And it does not look like I can. Okay.
1: Whoa. My screen is here on the. So other. here's
0: what I'm going to do, D. is um, in order to, you know, just get this in here real quick, I'm just going to send it to you in uh, Gmail. I don't have that on here either. And, uh, and then you can. Just go live. Yeah, I'm just going to send it to you. And then because uh, I've already done the go live together, so the screen's cut in half. So basically it's black on one side and then uh, clear on the other. And here we go. Oh, it's actually not letting me go live until you're here. Oh, no, there we go. Boom. Okay, so I'm going live now. Okay. okay, so here we go. So as we um as we proceed. Um let's see here. So we've got says Nick is retention a thing anymore. It seems like CTR based um league as long as you have 50% retention the algo, the algo, uh, the algo will not screw the video. So retention is definitely a thing. So if you, you know, if you look at it through like okay, if I get 50%, then that's kind of like my baseline in terms of if I can hit that, then my videos will typically do, you know, pretty good. I send it to you in Gmail. Um, then in that case, you know my videos will typically do you know pretty good, and you you know figure out what that looks like you know for your channel, um, and then from there, like if you can keep pushing it, then in that case, you know the videos will do you know they'll end up doing better as long as everything else is similar, right? But at the end of the day, topic is always you know the the most important thing because if you're talking about something that is super you know interesting to a lot of people at that moment in time, then of course you're going to get a lot of people coming in even if the video is like okay, um, and then underneath that, it's like if you are talking about things that are a little bit more broad within your niche than in that particular case, you're going to get more people that will end up clicking on it just based on, you know, scale at that point. And, uh, and then when it comes to the retention, um, you know, the, as you already know, with your content, the the more people that interact with what it is that you're doing, the harder it is to maintain that retention. However, um, when you are,
2: and why is this not
0: Yeah, It's like not even going out. I think it's like waiting for, I think it's waiting for UD. Um, but basically, yeah, this is a weird thing going on over there. I'm not even sure what's going on. Um, but yeah, so basically when it comes to retention though, like if you can make the videos better then you know, they will get a better response if the other things are equal in terms of the things I was talking about with, you know, the topic being of interest to people, it being wide within your niche. Um, if it's trending, of course, or something important at that moment in time, of course, that's important as well. But you know, if it is a really good Video and you get like, let's say like 70% or, you know, something like that or 75% on, you know, on a longer, you know, longer piece of content, then in that particular case, it's, you know, it shows YouTube that people are really into that particular video, right? Now, of course, if it's a super long video, then you can take a little bit of a hit on the retention, um, because then you're still collecting a lot of watch time during that. But it, the same thing applies, like if you can also get lots of people watching that really long video for a long period of time, um, then you run into, you know, a similar, uh, similar situation there so next up on the list here doug thanks for the heads up yeah doug says not live on vertical yet so yeah it looks like it's, it's waiting because it says here that i've been live for two minutes and 37 seconds god i hope i'm i hope i'm on the right channel <laughs> uh, we'll see disaster okay so uh demon dro thanks for the super chat says um what do you guys think about the shorts live can you go live with others on it and are shorts a bad thing uh gaining subs who will not watch Okay, so we got D in here, he just came in. So right now we're actually uh, going live into the... Yeah, right now we're actually going live into the short shelf um, already. And I'm trying to do this, you know, the go live together thing, but the interface and everything is different than, uh, than what it is that we normally do. So I'm not sure, I know why. I think I have it set to unlisted instead of private like a, like a genius. Yeah. D. Can you carry put this for on one t- second, and then yeah. I can. Yeah. Uh, can you put
1: us? Uh, can you set this so it's one on top of the other instead of side by each?
0: Um, let me see what I can do here. So, yeah. if you want to carry this for a second, then yeah, I'll yeah,
1: on. yeah, yeah, yeah. How's everybody doing? How was your week since we streamed last time? I think last uh, last week I was not with you. Yeah. I was over on the Streamyard channel. How was your week? Uh, how was your Valentine's Day?
0: My only option is to end the stream. Okay, great. Sorry, I'm going to end it, and then uh, we'll do
1: another one. Okay, that yeah. sounds good. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. How was your Valentine's Day? What did you do for Valentine's? For those of you who have a significant other, you know, uh, do you remember being single and having Valentine's Day? It'd be like order pizza and watch. I stuff. don't,
0: man. I've been like a career relationship guy.
1: Yeah, it'd be like order. It would like sit around and order pizza
0: and watch Star Wars DVDs. Right? That... <laughs> and, and eat ice cream?
1: Yeah, I eat like a big tub of ice cream and like a large pizza and like watching like all, you know, the Star Wars trilogy <laughs> back to back. <laughs> That's exactly what we've been doing. Homer uh, Rapid Repair says, I've been married to my Valentine for 31 years. Nice. That is incredible, congratulations on that. As Valentine says my Valentine's Day was okay, D hey renee how you doing and when you go live together which of you is mando and which of you is Kroku? <laughs> oh, that's funny nice yeah tom says career relationship guy needs to be on a t-shirt that does it career does. relationship guy like a name tag hello my name is career relationship guy
0: yeah it's been kind of my uh yeah like it's just been my it's been my thing like i i, I like that
1: yeah like yeah, you uh, have you've, you've you've had a significant other for as long as i can remember yep i've had uh,
0: periods of time like a year here year there whatever but it's just been uh you know like i, I just enjoy that whole. brian time. g johnson in the house Clearly.
1: the author of tube ritual which we now have here on the desk brian mm-hmm. how you doing man
0: okay d we doodles, should SMR. be good now i just sent you a new link okay so uh in theory this sure. should be good we're gonna find out here Is your real soon on, um i believe so yep we're on there we're on right here so we're gonna find out Okay. um so we'll just kind of see how it goes brian g johnson what's going on renee what's going on hope you guys are doing fantastic nice to uh see you in here so yeah so yeah we should be live over there i'm um, just kind of you know waiting and uh we'll see
1: where did you send it to me
0: i'm um, sending it to your gmail account okay Try so yeah yep so we're getting kind of messy in here okay so we are live okay so that's good so we're we're live over there so it's happening okay so next up on our list. So yeah, really quick, uh, Demon Drow. So, um, so in terms of you know thinking about uh, the shorts live. So I did it last weekend, and basically uh, with this particular stream, usually by the time it's done, we'll have around 2,000, two thousand, maybe twenty five hundred people that go through it, um, and then it'll get you know an extra you know few thousand views on the replay. Sometimes it'll get up to five thousand. Sometimes it'll get up to like six. Every now and then it'll pop up to seven on the replay. Um, in this particular case. Um, The vertical version got 15,000 views by the time the stream is complete, which is obviously substantially, you know, a lot more, you know, people. However, the watch time um, was much lower. So it seems like when it comes to the short shelf, um, the view duration was around one minute long. On the replays, it seemed to be around two minutes. And uh, when it comes to the regular live stream that you're watching, you know, the the landscape version, um, that will usually get around 20 to 30 minutes um, per, you know, on average for the average view duration so uh it definitely is a much lesser average view duration there um, another thing that happens in that particular feed at least the last week we're going to find out if it happens again here today is um we also get a lot more trolls uh in the, in oh, that boy, feed boy, as boy, well did. so basically the landscape feed or the landscape stream seems oh, to be oh, really oh, clean yeah. and it seems to you know be well you know just just like you know normal but um, you don't see it in Gmail? No. You sure you sent it to me? Yeah, I think so. Somebody else has got it. Yeah, I know. I, ho- I, I hope I sent it to yeah, you. Yeah, somebody
1: else has got a, a link.
0: Yeah, I'll, t- I'll try <laughs> again. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, I might have sent it to somebody else. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I don't have it. I'm going to send it one more time. We're going to get
1: some stranger jumping on the, sc- on the screen. Right. Hey, what's going on guys? Hey guys. What's up? Yeah. Uh, hey guys. How you I know, doing? Hey,
2: Hey, mom, I'm, right. I'm on a live I'm stream. i
1: Yeah. See, told you, <laughs> told you, <laughs> I told you I knew Nick
0: Nimmin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I> know, <right. laughs> there you go. You should be, you should be good now, okay. but, um, but yeah, so basically it's just a, it, it seems like a different audience now on the other side of that, um, uh, some people mentioned that they actually enjoyed that version better because for the people that are watching on their phone then there they can just you know turn on and just watch it that way um me personally i thought it was okay just from you know my end i thought it was okay I, I want to do better audio and i'll be doing more vertical streams and all that where things like look a little bit better and see if people respond to them differently in terms of like if i have like one that looks like the landscape version but i'm doing it vertically or people are people going to respond to that one in a similar way as the one that i'm doing right now where it's just coming in from my phone the audio is just kind of hacked together with like a road wireless go and that kind of stuff so still working on uh on those types of things and uh uh, but overall yeah I think I think it's cool I think it's definitely a win in terms of you know it allows you to get in front of more more people and some of those people will cross over like you know it, it's kind of like when you're making shorts content right like a lot of people they are um, like they upload shorts for for the purpose of like, oh, I want those shorts viewers to go over to my long form content instead of looking at it through the lens of scale, right? So if somebody is interacting with your content over in YouTube Shorts or you're publishing YouTube Shorts, the best thing to do is just make content that's appropriate for YouTube Shorts instead of it being an advertisement for your long form video or something like that. And then the people, you know, cause a lot more people are gonna be introduced to the content there. And then the people that are the most engaged that really liked what it was that you were doing, those people will end up, some of those people end up flowing over, right? So it's more of a scale thing over there Um, but I when it comes to the live streams I think it's the same thing where it's like okay we're live right here in the short shelf and because of that some people are going to end up you know um, coming over into the you know longer version some people are just gonna you know sit here and enjoy it on their phone Um, some people are just gonna see it pop up and they're just gonna swipe away because they don't care right because they're not content creators or whatever so uh, so I, I think it definitely has its place um, but, uh, but I, I do recommend that you experiment, experiment with, with it though. I know you're on TikTok. You're doing a lot of vertical content and things like that too. Um, so in your particular case, because you have a lot of experience with vertical, um, I would definitely, um, I would definitely give it a, you know, give it a shot and just see, you know, see what you think about it. Um, in your case, science-based fitness, uh, what's going on. Hope you are doing fantastic says, um, Hey guys, wanted to drop, uh, wanted to drop a high five and a fist bump, high five and fist bump to you as well. All right. So, um, next up on our list here for the questions. And if you are just joining us, um, just as a quick reminder, um, the, uh, the questions that I'm answering are in the. In the form down in the video description below so if you have a question make sure that you go down to that if you are watching this in the vertical stream make sure you head over to uh to the main channel on youtube because you can put your questions in the form down there Um, unfortunately youtube doesn't allow us to directly link uh in the short shelf in the one that i was doing before that i started incorrectly that was unlisted in that particular one i had my at you know channel to make it easier for people but um but you can just click on my channel name and it'll go through so, the next question that we have here on the list is that audio coming through yours? This is unbelievable. My
1: phone won't let me
0: turn off the audio. Oh, interesting. So I just
1: keep swiping down, and it just bounces right back up. Interesting. Go, go, iPhone. It just works.
0: Yep, yeah. I think that's kind of happening on my end a little bit too. Like when you talk, like it's uh, it's coming yeah. through that way too. Yeah, it just bounce. Yes, yeah, so right we're back just kind down. of doing this in real time. You know, just kind of running into uh, you know just the things that we do, just seeing how it works out. Mm-hmm. So the next question is for Scoobs and Pets. Scoobs and Pets, uh, they upload one time per week or more. They've been making videos for one year or more. The type of channel they have is how to look after tropical fish and my journey in fish keeping. Says there's a major echo, like something's feeding, uh, something's feeding through. The audio
1: is even turned off. It's just still bouncing. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So I'm not. uh,
1: Do you have an echo on yours, too?
0: I'm not Sure. I wonder if it's happening because we have both phones here in the same environment, so it's pulling audio in from both. It's probably There's probably one has a little bit of a delay compared to the other. Yeah, like That's probably isn't, what's happening. Isn't even connecting. So um, um, let's see here. So Scoobs and Pets... The question is, I currently upload once per week for long-form content and one short every day. My main focus for the channel is long-form content, but shorts are bringing uh, me many subscribers. However, I feel they only watch my shorts. The shorts are clips from my long-form content. My question is, does the fact that most of my subscribers seem to be coming from shorts affect my growth for the long-form content? Should I forget about the shorts as it's not my main focus, or should I continue with both? Um, what I recommend that you do is that you look at YouTube shorts and you look at your long form content as two different things that are still targeting the same type of viewer, right? So there's going to be some people that are going to hop into shorts for, you know, whatever reason, cause they're, you know. Using the bathroom, or they're just sitting on the sofa, and they don't want to, you know, deep dive into some long video because they're co-watching uh, shorts along with TV or something like that, right? So, because of that, making content there so that the people that you're trying to reach can find you there, and the people that you know maybe have already watched some of your shorts, or maybe watch some of your long-form content. Um, so that they can also, you know, just interact with that content. And then the people that are the most engaged, that just absolutely love your stuff, those people will end up, you know, exploring more and finding your, you know, regular content and things like that. Um, So because of that, um, I recommend that you... Um, instead of looking at it, like, okay, my goal is to just get people from my shorts to my long form, you can do that. But the thing that I would just be thinking about is like, okay, as long as I put good content in both places, then there's a really good chance that people are going to, you know, end up subscribing to the channel and they're going to end up watching content in both places for the people that are the most, uh, for the people that are the most engaged.
1: It's YouTube. Huh? It's YouTube. What do you mean? So I can, I can shut the audio off completely. Normally Mm -hmm. the video thing. But when it goes into YouTube, YouTube won't let me turn off the audio. You oh, weird! Turning the audio back on.
0: Weird. So it's just creating a loop. Oh wow, so I that's can't, weird.
1: Yeah, so I can't do
0: it. Okay. Thank you, dude. Um, the next question that we have here, um, we had a couple of super chats came in. Um, the first one here is from, let's see here, Backpacker Sam says hey Nick hope you're doing great Um, I am hope that you're also doing fantastic there Sam says I make travel vlogs in this channel wondering why I don't get much views neither subscribers so when it comes to making content for YouTube like I'm gonna guess that you're new I'm actually just gonna go look at the channel here really quick Um, but when it comes to yeah you got 12 videos on the channel so when it comes to YouTube um, there's a few different things, the very first thing is that when you're first getting started, um, you, you might have to, for some content creators, for most content creators, you got to go through the process of learning how to make content that people respond to. And there's a gazillion layers to that. So, you know, for example, what did I just do there? Yeah. So for example, when you are, uh, publishing videos, oh, that's what happened. Okay. Thank you. When you're publishing videos, um uh the people that are interacting with the content like youtube is going to show your videos to people it's called an impression they're going to show your videos to people you know on home pages they're going to show them on suggested videos in some cases they're going to show them in search results things like that and the very first hurdle that a lot of content creators have is making content that is topically interesting to strangers and then packaging that content that is topically interesting to strangers in a way that helps them identify that it's something that they care about and then compelling them to click on it. That's okay. like challenge number one. And then from there, the next part of that is once they do click on the video, how are they experiencing the content? So in your particular case, I see here that like your last video that you published uh, two days ago, you have three countries in three days in Paris, right? Um, So when you are making a video like that, the first thing you got to think about is like, okay, um, who am I actually making this for? Why would they care about this? If this were to show up on somebody's homepage on YouTube, why, you know, for the people that I'm trying to reach, why would they actually, you know, why would, why would three countries in three days matter to them? Right. And in that particular case, also in your thumbnail, it's just like you pointing to the, uh, what's the triangle called in Paris? The it's louvre. like a glass triangle the louvre. is it the, the louvre? museum the yeah, louvre. yeah okay the louvre so the museum. louvre yeah. um so you know you're pointing to that and one of the things that you got to make sure that you're thinking about is if you are trying to reach people that are interested in watching travel vloggers because they're wanting to live vicariously through you or just kind of see the area or whatever in that particular case you need to make sure that you are using and this is one of the learning curve things that i was talking about you need to make sure that you're using imagery that in a crystal clear way helps them identify that it is about that location or about travel content in general. Because right now, the main focus of your thumbnail in that particular video, it's all you. Right, it's like you and your black, uh, or I'm sorry, your blue, uh, you know, jacket. You and your blue, and jacket, you and your blue always jacket. Just always in the right, just getting in the you thumbnails, just getting in the thumbnails. Taking up all the space in the thumbnail.
1: You're in Paris wearing a blue jacket, and I'm thinking, what type of person would go to the Louvre wearing a blue jacket? That would be you. That would be you, my friend. I uh, love it.
0: But uh, but basically, when you are uh, you know trying to grab people's attention that are interested in a certain type of content, you need to design the thumbnail in a way that will help them identify at a glance that it's about something they might care about. So in your particular case, the thing that's really small is the thing that you're pointing to, right? I had to like sit there and try to figure out what it was, and then you know, and then from there I was like, okay, what's the thing? But the main focus is you, and then you the smallest thing, which is one of the things that the viewers would care about, is the actual louvre. So one of the things that I would first start to experiment with is topically, if I'm doing three countries in three days, how can I express that idea better, right? So instead of, you know, three countries in three days, something even adding a little detail to it, like, you know, um, three countries in three days, how I did it with under, you know, X amount of budget or something like that, because then it starts becoming a little bit more relevant if it's somebody that's actually going to those places or they're just interested in, you know, that sort of thing.
1: But just three three countries in
0: three days, is just not a lot of, you know, information outside of, hey, this random person they traveled to, you know, three countries in three days. So, like, why should I care about that? There's nothing really compelling about it, right? But don't take that as, like, you know, uh, you know an insult or anything like that. It's just part of the learning curve. Like, we all, you know, we all have to go through, you know, what it is that you're going through right now. Next part is once they, once you do get that packaging part together, once they go into the video content, you can see, even though you don't have a lot of videos on your views or or a lot of views on your videos right now, you can go into your audience retention reports right now, which is something that you get with every video inside of your YouTube analytics. And you can actually see how how those 38 people or those 108 people, how they responded to your content. And one of the things that you might find is that people, you know, left the video quickly or something like that, which is also, you know, common. So if you do find that, then that tells you that, okay, when they come into the video, I'm not grabbing their attention enough, right? Or I'm not kind of building this up or maybe topically, it's just not making a lot of sense for people. And then you have to start working on those particular parts. And then in terms of people subscribing to the channel, they have to see value in what it is that, that you're doing. They have to get direct value um, out of the content that they're watching or see other value, you know, in the, in the channel that you have as a whole. Um, and all that has to resonate with them, but based on just the current views that you're getting, I'm guessing the videos themselves aren't performing well enough yet to, you know, get you in front of enough people that you're going to be able to convert people, you know, um, heavily through, um, other little details. Who
1: goes you to just countries in three days?
0: In you're other, on the run, aren't you? In, <laughs> And other details is you also are mixing content on your channel, which is a big no-no. So, you know, for example, you have here your backpacker, Sam, and you're a passionate traveler on a mission to explore the world. And with this, I see right underneath your most recent video that you have lunch at Connor McGregor's Black Forge Inn. Okay, so that's still travel, so that's, that still fits. I just got the wrong impression there of what that was about by the thumbnail. Um, but previous to the video that you published two days ago, you didn't publish a video for six months. So long form video. So because of that, you can't really expect a lot you know, to happen um, if you're not you know, publishing on a somewhat regular basis in terms of subscribers. Because some people, most people, will just subscribe directly from a video, but for the people that are really kind of protective of their subscriptions, they'll actually explore the channel. Like, hey, what are they doing? Are they uploading on a regular basis? Like, can I depend on this channel for content? Because I really like that last video. And if they go and they see that like, yeah, they're not even uploading, Hardly ever then in that case, you know they're not going to subscribe because they know that they're not going to be able to uh, you know count on you for content so step one work on your consistency. Um, step two because that's just going to help you practice on the thing step two: um, work on how you're packaging the content and, and make sure that you're asking yourself these questions and this applies to all of us when you're publishing a piece of content on YouTube. Ask yourself. For the people that are going to get presented this that i'm trying to reach they're going to get presented this on their home pages for those people what about this thumbnail is going to help them identify that this is about something that they care about and then from there is there anything else that I'm doing in this thumbnail that is going to distract them from being able to clearly see and understand that thing that I'm using to help them identify that this is about something that they care about. Then the next step is to look at the title and think of it in terms of the topic. Okay, with this title, if this were to just randomly show up to somebody on YouTube's homepage that I'm trying to reach, what about this title would be interesting in some way to them? What about this title would create some type of curiosity or what type, what about this title gives them the information that they need for this to be something interesting for them to want to click on? Or what about it just in general is compelling. And then also thinking of how those two things work together with your thumbnail and title, um, because they always, you know, work together to win the click. Um, so those, all of those things are really important to make sure that you're thinking about, um, when it comes to packaging your content. And again, don't take this as discouragement in any way, shape or form. Um, I'm just expressing the idea that right now you're just you know like there's just more work that you need to do um, to make everything just a little bit more clear for people and just to make it you know more interesting um, you know from the outside because you know one of the one of the things that you gotta that you gotta make sure that we all gotta make sure that we remember is that when we're publishing videos to youtube like we're we're making content and it's being presented to strangers who you know most of them you know they don't know anything about us or anything like that So because of that, we have to pull them in based on the things that they care about and the things that they're interested in. Right. So, um, so when you focus on those things, it'll help you, you know, it'll help you get more people clicking on your videos. And then from there, you just got to double down on on figuring out how to make good videos for the people that you are bringing in.
1: Are you still talking about the blue?
0: So next up, I'm changing right now. That was the whole, the whole time. Yep while you you've gave, been doing all that. Yeah, they,
1: you gave that much attention to I someone did. who wears a blue jacket to the Louvre?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the idea, I bet you're the type of person Absolutely. that throws
1: mustard on the Mona Lisa in uh, protest.
0: No, no, and no, no they, it, they, was it mustard that they did I a, a few weeks they did. ago? They've mustard done is a like paint of, or something like that. Yeah. Know, but here's they my, threw it on the glass. Yeah, 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 here's
1: my solution to that. If you look, listen, I appreciate you, you're gonna protest, but that's the wrong way to do it. Right. If you go into the Louvre and throw, if you wipe a booger on the Mona Lisa, anything, whatever you're doing, you're throwing liquids or, whatever it is you're putting on the Mona Lisa, like they arrest them, fine them like a month's worth of salary, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then community service for six months, you have to clean the toilets at the Louvre. Oh, that's good. They that's would good. not throw anything else right. on the Mona Lisa, right? Nobody would ever yep, again. work on the penalty. Yeah. Yep. So I have a solution for this, by the way, but we can't do it today. Okay. If we got the little lightning port to 3.5 millimeter dongles. Yeah. We could run that into a splitter into the back of this and have superior audio going into the phones
0: mm, yeah well these are actually bluetooth too it
1: doesn't sound good I, we're getting complaints. oh you did the, the bluetooth chat. already no no we're getting complaints that this the, the road doesn't sound good
0: oh interesting and, yeah yeah and yeah was, so i got i got one in here that said that the, the vertical live stream sounds great i, I got here saying it sounds bad maybe it's just I, on your side
1: well it doesn't sound good for me It, it anyway you can get this in that yeah
0: yeah but, but these directly connect, oh, they don't do it to that one. They do to the other one. Right. So the new road, we can just wirelessly connect this directly to the road yeah. also. So the,
1: Yeah, there's a, an, anyway, I'll talk yeah. about it later. Anyway, I figured out how to, we can do it better.
0: Okay. So uh, AnnaHolic says, um, thank you for the super chat, by the way, says, um, uh, what do you guys think about Sora? I think it changes YouTube very much so i think it's pretty incredible so i've seen some of the clips that have you know come out for it i haven't had a chance to play with it or anything like that yet because you know it's only open to like you know a certain group of people um but from what i've seen so far just on videos other people excuse me videos Brave. of other people have shared um it looks pretty incredible what is it and um that's the the open ai video mm. uh text to video that i was telling you about so they have it for um for image to video and for text to video and it is absolutely mind-blowing in terms of just how you know how real it looks and and all that and also some of the motion stuff where it can kind of start on top and then it tilts down and then it'll kind of you know uh or uh you know uh dolly down the street that kind of stuff it's really cool absolutely love it um but i think that in terms of content creation i don't think it's going to be a negative in any way shape or form i think it's going to enable storytellers so if you're a really good storyteller like you are in the very near future you're going to be able to make like legit like movies um, that you'll be able to put on YouTube or like, you know, series that you'll put on YouTube that are limited series and stuff like that. Like for people that that have that particular skill set or develop that skill set, I think that that particular thing is gonna be huge. Um, I think it's gonna create new genres of content on YouTube that people watch. It's just all AI-generated stuff, but it's AI-generated with that human input with the intention of building out a really good story. And um, in addition to that, I think that some of the B-roll services are probably doomed. Um, And the reason that I think that is because you know, like if you can just type in a text prompt and tell it exactly, like, okay, um, I want a uh, a content creator walking down the street holding a camera in the middle of the city, right? The amount of time that it would take to bring that back compared to hopping into a video, or like a like a you know uh, a B roll site like Storyblocks or something like that, logging in. Maybe you have that verification thing where you know you have to go and check your email and verify everything. And then from there, you have to go in, you got to put in the search bar of what it is you're looking for, maybe it's going to give you some good clips, maybe it's not, like, you know, those types of things, it's just going to be way more efficient. So because of that, I think the, the, the B roll thing is, uh, is definitely going to be a huge advantage for us, um, at the, you know, w- with that, but I think it's cool. Like, I'm, I'm fully into all of the, uh, you know, all of the AI stuff that's coming our way. Um, I'm really excited for it. And I think that it's all stuff that, uh, you know, that we're going to be able to leverage. For some people, they're going to see it as something they need to be afraid of because they're going to think that, like, oh, well, somebody's going to be able to make this for my niche or whatever. And, yeah, it, it, you, know, you, you know, it's definitely going to increase the competition, I would say, for some types of content. Um, but, you know, on the other side of that. You know, you got to kind of it's one of those things of like if you can't beat them, join them, (laughs) you know, if it ends up encroaching on, you know, your type of content. Listen,
1: no amount of A.I. is going to replace a good storyteller and a good personality.
0: Yep.
1: So you just use it as unless the
0: A.I. becomes a storyteller. But then but somebody ha- has to put it together. Right. Somebody yeah. still has to and put they have it to to be together. able to identify like, yeah, this is a good story. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a right. good
1: story. You know, i mean putting that story in the context of putting like, you know, a six finger human. Right. Like yeah. Right. Like like uh okay. With so, two ears or with right. like three
0: ears. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That story doesn't make sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The story's story story's interesting, but the that character, that's kinda of a little bit off. Right. Yeah.
1: Humans don't eat bowls but, of fire. But, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe not in your world. Yeah. yeah. But 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 like the, uh, I, I think it's going to be cool just in terms of what people are going to be be able to create. So you know, like yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. like D and I are both into sci-fi, you know, stuff. And I think uh, you know, with those types of things, in terms of creating fantasy worlds yeah. and fantasy stories and things like that, I think it's going to be incredible. Yeah. So I, I'm really looking forward to uh, to some of the stuff that people come up with.
1: Yeah, tools.
0: Yep. Tools. And, and yep. people
1: are always going to push those tools to the limit.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah, I'm looking they're forward. They're already to that. doing it. I'm looking yeah, forward. I mean, they're to already that. doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So uh next up on our list here for the next question it's going to be a three-roll bonanza that's yeah. what it's going to be yeah it is absolutely it is yeah. so um let's see here so next up we've got okay we did Scoobs already but yeah, I think all this stuff is just going to be easier for content creators. We're going to be able to work more efficiently. We're going to be able to create the things that that are just in our wildest imaginations. You know, like, for example, I have like this this celebration song that I made. It's like a the clapping song some of you know about. And with that particular one, I have this entire storyline um, that I probably won't ever be able to make because of Disney. But basically, the whole thing is where you know, like, uh, it starts out with a stormtrooper on a on a range, and they like you know end up hitting a target, and then it creates this you know mass hysteria in the stormtrooper community and this huge celebration you know ensues and all this stuff and i've got the whole thing i've got all the different shots that i need and all that but i can't make it right yet so uh so once that can be made i'll make it once and then i'll probably get a copyright claim and have to take it down yeah but uh technically but, you know. tea
1: in the house how you doing man insane McLean says this is great i forgot to tell you this so he says hey d thanks for the live sunday of the studio tour mm. so i forgot to tell you oh, i know you did a tour I forgot to tell you what I did in here. All right. Let's hear it. I was vertical live streaming on my, on my channel, which I unlisted. Okay. So if you snooze, you lose on that one. Yep.
2: Yep. Um, yep.
1: I did an entire in-depth tour of this room. I even showed the storage area. Oh, nice. Yeah. What I didn't show is behind the black curtain though. Mm. I didn't show the black, y'all are not ready for that, but I showed everything else around here. Uh, it was fun it was interesting i was explaining how everything's held up by like duct tape and pvc pipe yeah that was painted black
0: yeah and some of it's just luck just like leaning against <laughs> yeah, something yeah, yeah
1: yeah pvc pipe painted black duct tape luck and a lot of prayers
0: <laughs> all right yeah so uh sweet tea is our uh next question here um i, they... showed,
1: I showed them the contraption under the desk for the bathroom
0: oh okay people okay, they, nice. they, were,
1: they were fascinated with that
0: yeah it's a that's a yeah that, that, that's like my favorite part of this place yes yeah is Yeah. that so uh <laughs> They're getting ready to start their channel they don't have one yet the goal the channel is growth the question how to get my first subscribers fast Um, what i recommend is that when you're first getting started don't focus all of your efforts if you've never done something like this before um in terms of making content for the internet don't focus right out of the gate on like how can i get a thousand subscribers as fast as possible instead reframe the way that you're thinking about it and start reframing it around how can i add the most value as i possibly can to the people that i'm going to be trying to reach with my content and when you start thinking of things in that way then you're gonna you're gonna make your content a little bit differently and by making that content a little bit differently more people are going to end up subscribing to it because you're actually making it with them in mind right so because of that i recommend instead of you thinking like okay I, I how do i get my first thousand subscribers as fast as humanly possible that you look at it through the lens of like okay how can i add as much value to as many people as possible and then by doing that then then you'll end up uh, you know getting there but you know Think of it that way in terms of reframing the perspective, but then also just start working on your skill sets. The way that you're going to, you know, get that 1000 subscribers is by adding value to other people, uploading videos on a consistent basis so that you can practice, right? You have to, you know, learn how to do this stuff, um, learn how to make, you know, work on the skills for making good thumbnails. Um, those come down to, you know, photography concepts, videography concepts, graphic design concepts, uh, work on all of those work on uh, learning how to write effective titles for people and just compare titles Um, also learn how to make videos so there's there's a lot of detail when it comes to making videos from like how you frame things to the colors that you use to you know uh, to how you actually structure the edit you know what you record what you choose not to record since you're recording for the edit those types of things so um, you know learn how to do just focus on the skills and focus on adding value and uh, and that'll be the path to get there once you get all that rolling come back in and ask again Um, and then, you know, we can have that conversation at another time.
1: My favorite channel name of the day so far is a channel in the chat right now called allegedly innocent, (laughs) allegedly, (laughs) allegedly innocent. Love your channel name.
0: So, uh, really quick, uh, let's see here. What to do if you get burnout says relaxing gamer. So um, if you get burnout, you know, the best thing you can do is take a break. Of course, Um, you know, there's going to be some people that will say to like power through and you can do that, too. Um, You know yourself better than anybody. So because of that, you know, just give yourself the space that you need and all of that. But at the same time, while you're dealing with burnout, also understand the opportunity that you do have here as a content creator and understand that, yes, take care of yourself. But also on the other side of that, like, you know, in most types of content, the thing that you're doing isn't really, you know, technically, uh, you know, demanding in terms of, uh, you know, what you have to physically do, it's more mental work. And as a part of that also, um, you know, when you are, you know, publishing content on a regular basis, and all that stuff, a lot of it is going to come down to just how you decide to manage your time and to what it is that you prioritize. And those are going to be the things that if you don't pay really close attention to how am I spending my time? And what am I prioritizing? If you don't pay a lot of attention to that, then it's really easy to get burned out because you're trying to do too much at once. Um, So I, I recommend all of those things. Any 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 burnout thoughts
1: d you just got to push through it Okay, Push through it and try to think through why you could be burning out. Mm. Like if you are you're a gamer. I believe I mean, how do you burn out playing games? So it's probably not the game itself It's something to do with your you're in that hamster wheel and youtube mm-hmm. running Trying to get views, trying to build a doing channel. laps. You're doing laps. You're doing all the things one thing that could be burning you out. And again, I haven't looked at your channel. I don't know what your your goals are. But if you are trying to reach goals and putting unrealistic expectations on yourself, and you're not hitting those goals at a speed that you think you should be hitting them, that can burn you out. Mm -hmm. Why am I not growing? I'm putting in all this work. I spent all this time putting these videos together. People aren't responding. Nobody's watching. You know, maybe you think YouTube is suppressing your channel or, or whatever it is that you build up in your head. Yeah, that can lead to burnout too. But try to figure out what's causing you to burn out and then try to figure out a way to maneuver around it. Sometimes you're just going to take a break and and push through it. No, I did. I had to take a really long break, a really long break and disconnect from DMs, emails, discords, all of it, um, because it it, it can pile on.
0: Yeah. And and another thing, too, is also when it comes to burnout, like try to and, and D touched on this, too, is like try to not put too much pressure on things because when you start publishing, you start feeling like, okay, well, if I don't publish, then it's going to hurt my channel. Yeah. Um, that's not the case. So, like, what you want to do is you do want to publish on a regular basis, but, you know, if you just can't work it into your lifestyle yet because you're busy with a lot of stuff and YouTube isn't the only thing that y- you do, then in that particular case, you know, if you're like, okay, well, if I have to miss an upload this week, then miss an upload, you know, if you if you you know, need to, um, but, you know, don't beat yourself up over it, right? Um, because a lot of those things, you know, uh, at least for me in the past, you know, it comes down to me building up this, this idea of like what I should be doing and what other people expect and, you know, things like that. And, you know, like as your channel starts Mm -hmm. getting that momentum and you start getting more attention, then it can also get worse because then it's like, okay, well, if I don't publish, you know, some people are like waiting for these things and, you know, stuff like that. And it can start adding this additional, you know, pressure um, to the, to the situation, which also, you know, kind of sucks. But, you know, all of that comes down to, you know, it's how you're actually looking at it. Right. Because in most cases, like nobody's, or at least a lot of people aren't really like thinking about it the same way that you are and if you don't publish that week they're just going to go watch something else like it's not going to like you know ruin somebody's day or anything like that they'll just watch that video you know when you do get around to publishing it so
1: can i I share with you one really kind of silly thing that helped yeah uh i changed so i've i've been editing on a pc using vegas pro for many years and it, it was just causing me a lot of stress it was always crashing but I found a, it, it, this is after I took a long break and I, I shot some videos and I started editing those videos again. But I made the change from PC to Mac in terms of editing and I changed the software from Vegas Pro to CapCut. And as silly as it sounds, just learning a new operating system and learning a new piece of software made me rethink editing in, in ways that I wasn't thinking about it. Right. And it kind of re-inspired me to want to edit videos again to where previously I was just I was just burned out on everything but really burned out on editing too um I like I didn't even want to I was so burned out on editing I didn't even want to organize them to give it to an editor mm. like I didn't want to think about editing but just the the just changing my tools basically I changed my tools and it made me think differently
0: and part of that also was just removing barriers,
1: removing barriers, changing yeah. the tools. But this was also after I took a
0: long break. Mm-hmm. You know, well, by ch- barriers I mean like you know because with crashes, Sony Vegas, like, sure, because sure. Sony Vegas sucks, and you should not use Sony Vegas. Yes, but with uh, with Sony <laughs> uh, Vegas, basically, it would just crash all the time. So, you know, that by itself is a barrier because then with those crashes, it creates frustration, which then creates negative feelings for what it is that you're doing. So if you're having, you know, problems with the software that you're using, start trying, you know, additional software to see if you can find your way yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. noodle just, your way around that, so to yeah. speak.
1: You know, get, just play with different tools. Mm-hmm. As crazy as that sounds, it gave me so much inspiration to, to use different tools.
0: Yeah chantel says tell us what you really think about sony vegas seriously d go Uh, yeah listen
1: listen seriously it is the (laughs) it used to be my favorite but over the years it has just gotten worse with each uh, each update it is now the worst clip this sony vegas pro here hold on sony vegas pro
0: based on our experience
1: sony vegas pro is the absolute worst video editing software in the world Mm. everyone I know who uses Sony Vegas Pro and in my live stream on Sunday people Mm. were agreeing with me who use it that they've left too okay it crashes for crash
0: for you I crashed yeah I had to leave it because it was crashed on me too it
1: is terrible don't use it yep and if you are using it and it hasn't started crashing yet it's only a matter of time yeah, we got Livin, We've got
0: Livin and right here. Says um, that's a great point. I use Vegas and it constantly freezes up. So annoying. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Let, remove those hurdles. Yep. I moved over to Mac and I moved. Believe it or not, CapCut. Right. It's a free. It's free. Right. It's totally free. I'm using CapCut. It has not crashed on me one time. Yep. It, it doesn't have all the features that I want, but it's it's good enough for what I do. Mm-hmm. Eileen, how you doing? Hope you're doing yep. well.
0: Hey, Eileen. What's going on? Nice to see you in here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, Pepperin says I left Vegas also.
0: Seal of Snipes, thanks for the super sticker. Appreciate yeah. it. It used to
1: be fantastic. It from it was just like the best thing ever. It was super easy, super intuitive. It's literally
0: the worst. And man, it is the worst. Yep. The worst. So next up we got MZGASMR, ASMR. They do ASMR, ASMR content. The goal is to support myself and to make money, and the question is, why all of a sudden does YouTube not put my videos on search like it used to i've constantly posted three years and now they don't push my videos out i have a high ctr and high watch time not sure what the problem is so this is one of my favorite questions to answer and the reason for that is because it usually comes down to the content that you're making so when it comes to youtube how the whole thing works is on the creator side we think that you know you publish a video to youtube and then youtube pushes or promotes or markets that content to you know random people on the platform um, it doesn't actually work that way and Instead, YouTube is prioritizing the viewers of the platform, and when we publish a piece of content, YouTube's like, okay, who in the system right now, based on all the information that we have on this video, would be a good candidate to enjoy and be satisfied with this piece of content, and then it shows it to those people. So, when you first publish a video, the people that are seeing it, those people are the people that are the most likely to enjoy that piece of content at that moment in time when you publish the video. Now, based on how those people respond to it, it's going to keep getting shown to more you know people or not. Now, keep in mind if it does you know kind of you know peter out you know right after the time of publish you know they're still going to give it impressions and they'll still test against people. But if the people that are most engaged with what it is that you're doing are the most likely to enjoy that content, if they don't, then in that particular case, that tells YouTube, hey, people you know aren't really enjoying this um, at a competitive level compared to all of the other options that we have to show this person based on their interests so the way that you want to think about it is right now you have high metrics on your videos if you don't get a lot of activity it's really easy to have high metrics on your videos the thing is is when you start getting activity can you maintain those high metrics right so like in your particular case right here um, I see. Oh, Hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. I, right. I think, um, I think, are you coming to Chiang Mai, uh, soon? Who's that? Yeah. The, so, um, MZG, uh, ASMR. Yeah. We've, we've, we connected at a uh, bid summit. Oh, so yeah. So in your particular case, yeah, he's got 224,000 subscribers, 640 videos. So yeah. So here's what you need to do. So in your particular case, um, it, I would go into the content that you published on the channel already and look for the things that are of interest, right? So I'm sure in the ASMR space you're competing with tons of you know people because there's lots of ASMR channels out there. So there might be people that are that have come into the space that are actually taking up some of the traffic that you used to get easily. Same thing when it comes to search results because you're saying like them not pushing it, you know, in in search. So one, you have to make sure that it's optimized for search, right? Um, YouTube's smart enough to kind of figure it out, but if you optimize because the default sorting is by relevance and one of the things that youtube says and i'll just put it up on screen here really quick just so you know that it's not just coming from me but it's coming straight from the horse's mouth um, one of the things that they say here when it comes to search is that um, videos are ranked in search one of the things is how well the title description video content match the viewer search and then the second thing right underneath the one that's highlighted is what videos drive the most engagement for a search so in that particular case if if you were dominating search for specific terms and things like that Um, if you have people that have Started making content that is also targeting search, and their videos are getting more engagement than yours. Then, in that particular case, they can be eating up some of that traffic, or basically just outranking you because people are responding better to their content. Um, this happens to all of us, right? Um, so, as my content, you know, my content type has had a lot more people come in and start making content around this. It's also made the competition more fierce for what it is that I do too. It's it's like that for all of us, right? Every piece of every type of channel on YouTube, there's always people coming in, and it's always more people that you have to compete with, and And it's always, the skill levels are always increasing, so we have to get better at what it is that we're going to. Um, But one thing you wanna make sure that you're doing, like this one here that you published uh, 16 hours ago, it says you will sleep to these new ASMR triggers. So in that particular one, when it comes to search, you have to think to yourself, like, is this actually optimized for search, which here it looks like maybe you're going for new ASMR triggers as your search term, um, but it looks more like this one's packaged more for, you know, recommendation system. So um, so I would definitely just look at what you're doing, make sure that you're still optimizing for search compared to what it is that you used to do. And also just take a look, right, just type in, you know, those particular terms and look and see who's dominating, you know, each one of those terms, because that's, you know, who the competition is now, where you might have, you know, kind of had a run on that for quite some time. And that's an important thing for all of us to know is that when it comes to the results that we're getting on YouTube, sometimes things are down and then it suddenly changes and everything is up because you've made some really good decisions. Sometimes everything's up and then things go down because, you know, the decisions that you've made, you know, aren't as, you know, aren't as good. So, um, it's just part of the, part of the thing. And as part of those decisions, you know, sometimes it's competition based, sometimes, you know, it's just us, right. Cause we get used to doing things a certain way and, you know, all of that. Um, And really quick allegedly innocent says YouTube is destroying creator interest in publishing videos because they are driving mainstream media content I put my name in search show two videos then suddenly dozens of ABC CBS Foxes and CNNs pop up Okay, so here's something that I want you to know when it comes to uh, When it comes to YouTube search and just mainstream media in general one thing that you have to understand is that when you are targeting YouTube search compared to main to a term that mainstream media is gonna dominate mainstream media has like Like, what do you think D Um, how long is, has like, you know, mainstream media been around? What would you say? Like a hundred years
1: more, (laughs) a long long time. Right. So they have authority.
0: They've mastered the ability to make content that people respond to. And they've been doing it for a really long time. We as content creators have been doing it for as long as we have been doing. And we don't have like, we don't, we don't show our content to like, uh, you know, study groups and things like that. Um, before, you know, we publish the content to make sure that it's good. You know, we don't have, you know, those types of resources to do those sorts of things. So because of that, it's it's not that YouTube is pushing that, it's that they're really good at making content, they really know how to get people engaged, which is really important when it comes to YouTube. And in addition to that, um, there's also the side that not only are they really good at getting people to engage, but like I watch Stephen Colbert sometimes, right? So then if YouTube recommends one of his videos to me or I see it in YouTube search, I know for a fact that if I click on that, that it's going to be a good piece of content. So all of that stuff is also built in. They have huge fan bases and because of that, you know, when people are looking for something, it it it's like, okay, well, hey, this is the this is one of the choices I have. I'm clicking on that. And one of the 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 screenshot that I just showed talked about one of the ranking factors being the content that gets the most engagement. I guarantee that abc or any of those news networks that you that you listed they are better at getting engagement than you or i right so because of that they're going to continue dominating you know on the platform
1: yeah so i was just looking at your channel when he was talking you're a true crime channel that's what it says in your your about me page so if you're a true crime channel i wouldn't really worry about fox and cnn and the bbc and the mainstream focus on true crime and make sure that every video that you release is clearly about true crime yeah your audience will find you Mm -hmm. Uh, you've got a lot of work to do on your thumbnails uh, by the way and the actual packaging of what you're doing uh you're uploading consistently what's what that's great but go find some of the more successful uh true crime channels that have a really large following pay attention to how they're doing the thumbnails and the titling and kind of lean into that a little bit more
0: and, uh, Renee here, uh, YouTube's creator liaison says, um, I would challenge that assumption. A lot of YouTube creators dominate search over traditional media. Um, the best content really does win. You have to make amazing videos though. Yeah. And yeah, you know, you I do. think part yeah. of that is also, you know, what it is that you're going for, right? Like you're trying to compete, you know, with, um, with them, which as of this moment right now, for the terms that you're trying to go for, you know, maybe, uh, you know, you the, the, the response that you're getting, uh, you know, doesn't compare.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at all the there's tons of legal channels out there mm-hmm. that are go- that are covering legal analysis of particular dramas or what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, uh, law and order, uh, Emily, Emily Baker, Emily Baker. Emily yep. Baker. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's ways to do it, you just have to be really, really focused on how you do it. Be clever with how you do it. Like Renee says, it's got to be good. Yeah. And here's the thing, if you're not experienced, and this is where so many new creators go wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're not experienced, with communication, with making videos, with packaging the idea and getting it up onto YouTube, you've got your work cut out for you. Everybody, yeah. did, we all we started all at zero, yep. and we all had to learn how to package everything. And we
0: still play by those rules. Yeah, yeah, we still Sometimes have to Sometimes we put out content, and it just yeah. doesn't hit the mark, you know, like it's intended yeah, to. Yeah, do you wrong? Know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Like you continue, it's it's a continual learning process, and this entire yeah. thing is continually evolving, and it's continually getting harder and harder to compete. Yeah. So because of that, like when you come in, you have to, you know, go through the process of, that's you why learn, That's you why everybody, learn. you yeah. know, it used to be to where it's like, okay, Hey, let's just show people how to get more watch time on their videos. Now we're talking about, okay, here's how you do all that stuff. But also you got to focus on the skill sets that you have, yeah. right? Like you got to learn how to do the thing because you know, there's the competitions, you know, getting fierce out there. You're, you're, yeah. you're competing with some really creative people and people that, you know, can make some really amazing content.
1: And it takes time. Yeah, it is not. It is not fast to yep. learn how to do this uh, effectively and efficiency, right? Efficiently or efficiency either or efficiency. <laughs> so, you know, so I what, mean, we're, we're only as good as we can communicate. Right, right, right. So, you know, just keep going, keep yep. going, learn from the bigger channels. Don't worry about the MSN. They're not doing true crime,
2: right?
0: So one step says my dude, can you please show me how you're doing both vertical and, yeah, um, and just horizontal just, live yeah. stream at the same time? I really want to add that to my arsenal. Absolutely super easy here. Um, all we are doing is we I have... We failed at it,
1: by the way. Yeah,
0: we failed at it because we were going to do it together <laughs> but we keep getting this weird echo thing going on. But basically, uh, I have the normal stream going up that I have scheduled through StreamYard on my computer and then the vertical I'm going live on my phone. Um, and then through the live on my phone, I have a microphone connected right here just with a piece of uh, Velcro. And then that is allowing me to get good audio um, into the vertical feed as well. And, uh, and then that allows both of them to go up. Technically, one of the things that I was going to try um if we weren't gonna go live together um was I was gonna try to have a, another instance of StreamYard running on my browser because StreamYard also allows you to go live vertically. So I was gonna try to have one to where I'm monitoring this stream in the landscape mode and then have another instance of StreamYard that I'm running a vertical stream from my laptop since this stream is being ran from that laptop. And then that way it would allow us to do that and hook up better audio and all that stuff. But for now we're just rolling like this.
1: I saw somebody leave a comment earlier saying that they received a notification for the vertical stream, but not this one. Oh, interesting. So YouTube, decided that yeah, they're so. going to get the notification and yeah. that's that's interesting to think about too well it is right and, and which here's one are they more too. likely to engage with the vertical stream or right. the horizontal
0: stream and there's other things too like on the replay if you leave both yeah. of them replayed yeah. and then and let's say somebody you know typically comes in and they enjoy your content they also mm. typically enjoy your live streams then youtube's going to have to make a choice on which one does it show them right mm-hmm. or it might show them you know two different ones at different times but basically because of that i probably won't do it for this one but for the next one i'll probably start unlisting them for the vertical streams and then have the horizontal version is the uh, replay version, and then the vertical stream as the like come in and get it while we're live. But yeah. then after that, then uh, take it off so it doesn't compete with the uh, landscape version.
1: That makes sense. Shark uh, Shark says he received a notification for both. Okay, nice. Yeah. So in case you're wondering, here's his phone right here. Yep. That, that's just fun.
0: Other things are kind of weird too. So um, another thing to mention for anybody thinking of doing this is when it came to, uh, or when it comes to this, other things can happen also. Like um, for example, um, Chantel, she hooked up to where I have um, notifications going out so like when I publish a video or I go live or something like that people that are on my email list um, they will get a notification of that also and what can happen there is uh, because I'm going live into two different things or both of those happen there two uh, events on the channel so because of that you know those emails can also they can send out two emails um, as well which is also kind of you know complicated
1: welcome some people to the chat ebm scholars how you doing nice yes. to see you in here lee's boring life in barath barath uh i'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name but i hope you're having an awesome day or evening wherever you're at mm. i'm going to try it for no, screw it up jace j barath jashta Boy, I hope I got that right. So
0: apparently, um, Tom Nash, <laughs> Tom Nash is on Twitter right now, and he said, or on X, and he said he jumped on X to check the audio, and he yeah. said it's really bad in comparison to how good it sounds on YouTube. So on YouTube, it sounds really crisp, but it sounds uh, yeah. really bad um, in comparison. Yeah no nope.
1: yeah so we need to figure out how to run this yeah. in one way or another into mm-hmm. those next time so we'll one of the things that out.
0: we're talking about before right on the skill set side of things yeah like figuring we're in this moment right now we're right so we're it having out. this moment right now like okay hey we got this youtube you know vertical live thing going on and all that we're multicasting now and then we just found out that the audio isn't as good over on twitter so therefore you know and as part of that learning curve that we're dealing with right now we got to figure out how to you know so, get all that stuff sounding yeah, right <laughs> full, full transparency <laughs> no Full pan- <laughs> here,
1: here i just want to never stops no no yeah i just i just want to kind of like add some perspective how long have you been working well you started editing or working in photoshop Mm -hmm. okay how long have you been working in photoshop
0: uh since it was photoshop since high school literally since high school since
1: high school really a long time which has
0: been a long time how long have you been editing videos um for 20 years yeah i would say yeah probably 16 17 okay 18 19 something like that yeah it's it's been a while
1: how long have you been on youtube
0: um for almost 10.
1: okay how long have you been live streaming
0: um for about uh seven eight
1: okay so loads of experience i also have loads of experience and we both thought we would just waltz in here today and just casually just
0: set it all up last minute which and we just did casually yeah. set
1: it all up last minute and yep. it would just work and let me tell you it didn't yep so regardless yep. of your skill set right. level and the experience you bring to the table you are still going to encounter problems that are beyond your control yep absolutely so just just roll with it
0: yeah but we technically learned. that's not beyond our control it's just that we didn't test it first we didn't prepare it's our fault but, but but you know, but it, it but it's 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 you know I like, can't
1: control YouTube's volume on my phone though.
0: Sure, sure. But if we tested it, that's right. what I we mean. It's our know. fault. Right. No, of, of course it's our fault. Right. Of course right. it's our right. fault. Right. Yeah.
1: But I mean it's like, you know, we yeah, I mean we just came in and think we were gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Still didn't happen. So like if you're thinking like, Oh, I'm I've got all these hurdles to go through. Listen, YouTube is an endless set of hurdles for you to go through. Yeah. It never ends. It just gets a little bit easier. Right. That's all. <laughs> yeah and, it, and you worry less about it mm. you worry less about the hurdles a, as you go but it's just basically let's just get real transparent YouTube is one punch to the face after another and then a kick to the shins and then a win and then you run up on the mountain and you show your trophy and then you get hit in the face again <laughs>
0: you fall down the... <laughs> I'm just kidding YouTube's great <laughs> So the next channel here is a uh, fat tested travel fat tested travel does daily content um, They do travel content the goal of the channel is obviously part of my goal is income based But to build a larger brand around travel and my audience um, The question is I've essentially labeled all of my titles for an ongoing series on testing rides I'm wondering if I should keep the titles all similar or if I should consider changing them up so when it comes to writing titles on YouTube um, the first thing is um, you don't necessarily want to string everything together. Like if there is, if it does make sense to break it down, you know, per video, if you, you know, are packaging everything separately, which you should be doing the idea when it comes to YouTube is you want to make sure that every video can stand on its own merit. Yeah. Even if it's a part of a series, you want to make sure that everything thing can stand on its own merit and you want to make sure that it's identifiable from, you know, from each other. So if you're publishing video content, then in that case, you do want to make sure that the titles do have some variance because you don't want people to think that they've already seen that video or something like that if they're engaged in your content. So, um, so because of that, I would definitely make some variation in there, but they can also be themed around something. So for example, if it was like, because you mentioned rides here. So if it was like, you know, um, Disney ride, you know, whatever, whatever this happened on this Disney ride or, you know, whatever the thing is, then in that particular case, you know, mentioning that it's a Disney ride might be the, you know, the thematic part of the title. But if somebody didn't see all the other videos around that theme, that video would still make sense, right? And it would still be compelling for them
1: victor diaz in the chat says making videos and streaming are two completely different worlds Mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah they they absolutely are yep and and, you know each each of them bring their own set of of emotions that come with them and and skills that you have to learn
0: Uh, i actually find and different levels of fun too like i love live streaming
1: yeah different levels of fun and we've talked about this before we can go live and explain how to do something and eight out of ten times can articulately say what it is that we want to say and mm-hmm. just you know keep things going. But the weirdest thing happens when I'm sitting over on the set alone with my remote control and I'm trying to just record. Just you and the camera. Just me and the staring camera. Staring each
0: other down. One man. Right. Alone in the studio right. with a single camera. Yep, staring right. each other down. Just me. Seeing who's gonna break eye contact. Right. The camera's right. like asserting
1: its dominance right. on me and I've right. got the remote that control. One big
0: eye staring in your soul. That's yeah. right. Yep. And like I
1: just I, I fumble over I get just Take after take after take. And I'm yeah, just why too.
0: can't I do this?
1: Right, like if I were live, nail it. Right, nail or at it. At least get through it, or at yeah. least be good enough. But yeah. like the, the recording thing, man. Yeah, yeah there's just something. Beast. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. But yeah, yeah, live streaming, you've got all this multiple cameras, different microphones, two
0: different computers, different computer. Phones. Yeah, I mean it, it's, yeah, it's its like own a, set of problems. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, Fun it's though. weird Love though, right? It. you got to mm-hmm. record and you're just like, why can't I say a single sentence without tripping over myself? Right. Yeah, it's bizarre.
0: It is bizarre. It's like
1: maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just me and you. Maybe everybody else can figure this out. You know who's smooth? Tom Nash. Yeah. Tom, you're really smooth on camera. Mm, he is. I don't know how many takes uh, you are, but man, he, he's smooth. hmm
0: Renee says, uh, Nick, one of the wildest things that ever happened to me. I hear a voice saying, Renee, I was listening to your podcast. When's the new MacBook coming? I look up. It was John Knoll. John Knoll. John Knoll. John, John Null? Knoll. I don't Hold understand
1: on. the reference, Renee.
0: I am not. I don't either. Hold on. An American visual effects creative officer from Industrial Light and Magic.
2: Whoa, okay. really? Okay.
0: Nice. Nice.
2: Yeah. nice.
0: Interesting. <laughs>
1: wow.
0: So I guess he did set design for Star Wars. Yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nice. That's crazy. That is.
1: Renee, did you ever see the, uh, interview that I did with, uh, what's Heidi's channel called uh, costume costume? costume uh, Co. Yeah. So Renee, I don't know if you know this, but I was asked to come on a podcast with Heidi from Costume He's oh, the creator Co.
0: of Photoshop. And, oh, I didn't know that interesting. Okay.
1: And, um, she does, she covers all the, the costumes and the movies and the TV shows, and she interviewed Roger to roger christian roger christian i'm not sure even if you yeah, said it i wouldn't know he's the one who basically came up with the lightsaber oh nice he, yeah he was the idea behind the lightsaber you know out it's crazy there's that and
0: whole like six degrees of separation thing yeah. it's like six or seven degrees of separation yeah. it's interesting that like you know on this particular path yeah so you've been in contact there like one step away from the person that you know created I, the pocket like I've you've spoken seen to the
1: lightsaber we saw it we saw it yeah we saw saw it in japan so we
0: saw the lightsaber in japan you spoke with the guy in that particular uh podcast or that particular stream i got
1: to pick his brain right you got to
0: pick his brain you know um there with her so you got to have that conversation and then daniel batal hooks up with the guy that what's the thing for yoda didn't he do something with yoda
1: what was it daniel did daniel did um yeah he even got something for like owens
0: owens uh you know drive that we did yeah 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 it was yeah he he got he got some official star wars thing from uh from the guy that like made yoda or something like that i can't remember the details of it i forget the
1: details. yeah 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 yeah. i need to go back and check on that yeah it's crazy so renee
0: i so just like a couple of steps away you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, it's it's so weird so
1: the old the you know the long question of who shot first Han or Greedo? Mm. right so roger was on the set when that was filmed oh he, he built, he helped work on, he helped build the set. Nice. Where it was filmed. And I, and I asked him on video the guy that was there who shot first. And he was mm. like, Han. Oh,
0: without He's like, even a hesitation. Yeah, he Love was it. like,
1: I was there. <laughs> and I was like, Nice.
0: There it is. Yeah, there the it end. is. Word on the street. It's the official end. now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's she needs good. to make that a short. Yeah. But, you know, maybe the wrong audience would come in. Right. Yeah, Han shot first. He confirmed it that he, he was there, built the set.
0: Yeah. Good stuff. Just
1: putting good. it out there. In Just case so you, you didn't know. know, you heard it here yep. first yep. from you know. the
0: horse's mouth. Six Shop says, um, <laughs> "Hey, two quickies. Uh, how? Thanks for the super chat, by the way. Um, says how important um, is uh, win churn? I sometimes get gain and lose quickly. How long do you give next content strategies? Thank you." Yeah, so what you want to do is you want to plan it out and you actually want to see it through. So if you have a strategy and you're like, okay, this is what it is that I'm trying to do, then in that particular case, you know, see it through. Um, That's the whole thing is basically when you're coming up with, you know, a content strategy for any, a strategy just in general for anything, if it's to achieve a goal or if it's to, you know, if it's for the content you're going to be publishing or whatever, the whole idea is to spend, you know, the time that you need on it or the time necessary in order to see it out to where you're working through all the pitfalls that could happen, you're working through the wins that you could have, you're working through like, okay, well, if they you know if i you know publish this and then uh, in that particular case i'm gonna be trying to get them to watch this over here i'm publishing this for this reason is that going to you know interfere like this is going to be a sponsored video that i'm going to try to get you know that after we're like eight videos in or three videos in is doing this video where i'm you know where i'm focusing on this particular product is it kind of kind of interrupt the flow of you know um, people enjoying this other content you know those types of things you want to kind of hedge you know, had all that stuff off of the past, you know, so to speak.
1: D- Daniel Batala just got a message to his phone asking him about the Star Wars. Oh, I was like, nice. man, we're having a brain fart
0: live. Yeah. What, what
1: was the reference yeah, to like, the help, Star- help? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. lifeline right there. Yeah. I'm like, what was the Star Wars memorabilia? You got the guy um, on the island? What was it? Yeah, I don't his name's remember Nick
0: something as uh, Yeah, I just
1: is I, what Doug said. I, yeah, I shame on me for forgetting that. Yeah. But I don't remember. And it's important. Mm. <laughs>
0: demon thanks for the super chat again says you guys ever think about putting this as a podcast audio on spotify stitcher all the platforms i work uh, on thumbnails listening to you guys you should rip the audio and drop it once a week um it should already be on apple um it should already i i think it's this, on spotify also this goes out to apple and spotify yeah oh I need, I need to be more. Professional. Yeah, get your get your stuff together, D. Come, come on, together. Come on, man, focus.
1: You almost said the S word, right? Alive. I did. That was so. Close. I did. It was
0: close, man. Like listen, it is, yeah. listen. I, I even started with the S.
1: Listen, yeah. I've known this guy for every day that he's been alive. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him come so close to cussing yep. live than he just did. No, that was close. <laughs> that was so. But inside, yeah, I was. Like, you heard it. I was like, I was. Go, like, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go let it out. Yeah.
0: Do, yeah. It. <laughs> Do it. Do <laughs>
1: it. Uh, do it, do it,
0: but yeah. uh, uh do it. yeah, I don't even know what I was saying there. Uh, what were we talking
1: about? It doesn't matter.
0: Okay, no, so you're talking so, about
1: Spotify. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Apple so, Music. yeah. So
0: it's already uh, it's already up on the uh, on the platforms. It's also up on YouTube Music. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, it's also up on uh, YouTube Music as well. Um, so you can find the audio version. It's a delay, of course, um, because you know you can't get it. You know, while we're live, so it goes up. You know, after the fact. Um, but yeah, you can absolutely listen to it on the uh, platforms. If you find that it's not on a platform for anybody here, if there's a specific platform that you listen to that you're like hey i can't find it on there um just shoot me a dm on twitter or something and uh and, I, and i'll make sure that it gets up there too
1: so somebody just asking that yeah, music is live and let's let's talk about this for something okay well, so first of all matt jf uh do you remember that the kmart commercial <laughs> i just my pants do
0: you did remember you the- just say that right here on the live stream ship Oh, okay. You don't. It sounded key. like the other one. I, there was so the a yeah, whole so commercial. I see it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. See you it. Didn't, I didn't see, see it. the
1: Kmart commercial. No, I didn't Who see Who saw the Kmart commercial in the chat?
0: Yeah, I thought you just said it. Where they I was were like, shipping oh my God. everything. Need just say that. Okay.
1: No, you guys said it. Yeah. So Matt JS Yeah, ship.
0: Yeah. Okay, got you it. You haven't got seen it. that. Got anyway, it. Anyway,
1: no. so somebody asked why we don't curse, and they said, "Why can't you? You want to explain why we keep it?"
0: Yeah, we can. It's just the whole thing is like, you know, we know that, you know, there's people that are watching this right now that probably have, you know, um, kids in the background or maybe they're driving somewhere or whatever and they have their kids with them. Some people just don't like that type of language, you know, things like that. Plus, you know, (laughs) we do work with, you know, companies as well. So, you know, like, you know, when, when we are sharing information here, you know, we're also kind of in a roundabout way, you know, representing TubeBuddy and StreamYard and the other, you know, sponsors of the channel. And because of that, you know, it's, it's basically keeping everything brand friendly and family friendly so that everybody can enjoy it in any environment that they have to happen to be in, even if they're sitting around their grandparents or if they're sitting around their children or whatever the thing is, or if they're sitting in church, they can still, you know, enjoy the, uh, you know, they can enjoy the stream, um, without anything you know without anything coming out to where they got to be like oh my gosh i can't believe i had this playing when they said that or you know whatever
1: okay here's what i want you to do We the
0: line sometimes but uh but most of the time we try to keep it as clean as we can here's what
1: i want you to do right now
0: okay
1: we, we need a live reaction of you okay okay if you've never seen this you're gonna love it
0: what is it Oh, I'm not gonna watch a video right now. Oh no 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 no, no. yeah, Dude, I'm not gonna you, yeah. like a live reaction
1: if you oh, watching yeah, that Kmart commercial uh, okay. would just be the funniest thing ever. Uh,
0: yeah. Come on. Yeah, just because my brain's not there. Like my brain's no. not in that in you that would crumble. thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it after, but my brain's not oh. uh, my brain's not there. So, oh
1: so next it's up, it's the funniest commercial you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, ever.
0: Yeah, okay. I'll, ch- yeah I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, we're
1: going to as soon as this yeah, stream. I, ends. Okay.
0: <laughs> He's like, oh, we're checking it <laughs> out. Oh, we're checking You're it getting out. out of this one. Yeah. So uh, EBM Scholera <laughs> is our next question. They upload. Uh, they've been on YouTube for one t- uh, one year or more. The goal of the channel is to grow the brand, educate others and make money. Um, the question is, uh, what should I do to have you on my channel as my guest? I'd be happy to have you on my channel or me appearing on your channel as a guest. Um, so all you got to do there is, uh, send me an email at ask at gmail.com. Um, you can also find that down in the description, I believe as well. Um, at least on my regular long form content, you can, um, and we can start the conversation there and, um, and just see if everything's a good fit. Um, because you know, one thing that's helpful is, you know, like if, if your show, for example, is in front of, you know, people that would legitimately be interested in YouTube, then in that particular case, you know, it makes sense. Um, if your content is also something that would be interesting to YouTube content creators, then in that case you know it would make sense Um, but if it's you know if there's a misalignment there then in that particular case it doesn't make a lot of sense in one direction or the other Um, so because of that you know just shoot me an email and then from there you know we'll we'll see uh, you know what the what the alignment looks like so uh, next up on the list here we got number nine the channel is movie reviews They upload every other day. The type of channel is movies, TV series, reviews, live and news. The goal of the channel is movies are my passion and I like to share it with others. The question is, hey Nick, I just crossed uh, four million views. Yeah, four million views. Awesome. Thanks for your help. Um, Recently I got an email from YouTube that stated as a creator I can give up to 10 memberships a month to my viewers free of charge. I have no idea how to do it. Can you help? I have 7,300 subs. Can these features be available from 10,000 subs or something like that? Keep up the good work. So I've never done that. so I know that they have the feature, but I I have not went through the process of actually learning how to do that yet. So as of this conversation right now, I'm not sure how to uh, how to how to give those out. So I'm actually looking for something here really quick to see if yeah. So uh, so because of that, um, you know I can't answer that question at this moment in time. But since you since you asked, I will explore it, and um, by this time next week, um, I'll know I'll know how to do that. So next up, we've got uh, mine isn't a brand account, Doug. Um, So right here we have uh, Let's Have Fun is the next channel. They do daily content. Um, They have a gaming channel. The goal of the channel is to popularize specifically platformer games. The question is, do you think AI-generated video content could create gameplay or anything else with specific copyrighted characters like Sonic the Hedgehog, Crash Bandicoot, et cetera, in the future? Um, I think in the future, I think right now, it's a little bit of a Wild West, but they're starting to dial some of that stuff in. So because of that, I think in the uh, near future that um, that a lot of the copyright-protected things are going to be able to be identified at the you know time that you're doing it. In fact, we've already had an issue. D was trying to create a thing on uh, our star on star off machine from Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yes. Um, using uh, using chat GPT and chat GPT would not let him create a star on star off machine that was inspired by Dr. Seuss for copyright reasons. That yeah. was the that was the, you know, blurb that he got back.
2: That was um, so
0: they're already clamping down on those types of things. So because of that, you know, copyright protected material is going to continue to be copyright protected material, you know, into the future. So because of that, I think that a lot of the AI companies, especially when it comes the video that they're going to have certain responsibilities that'll probably end up with some type of government you know restrictions to where they're probably not going to be able to do anything copyrighted they're probably not going to be able to make videos of certain human beings and you know things like that just based around safety and security and you know all yeah, of that so- stuff it's, it's going to get really interesting um you know in the in the near future we were trying the next handful this next like 12 months is going to be pretty pretty interesting actually
1: yeah we were trying to actually get it so we tried to get the machine we even tried to break it down just to get it to make a snitch yeah just a single star-bellied sneech. Yeah. and it would not do it yeah and it kept giving me errors that would and then we tried something else we tried like a pixar obviously yeah, everybody pixar saw came pic- right through no yeah, problem pixar, yeah. no problem so they, I, and i'm guessing here pure speculation i'm guessing they had some issue
0: with dr seuss uh, or maybe they're just like you know dr seuss we not gonna let anybody touch that yeah yeah like some you can things, make whatever you want yeah. with mickey mouse yeah but uh when it comes to dr seuss some or with Pixar things, or whatever but some, some things, things are remain yeah, sacred. sacred right
1: right because right. you can even make like this like you can say like hey make a chewbacca with the what and then but here it is right and then you're like make a snitch they're like nope
0: nope no snitches <laughs> no snitches <laughs> yeah. here yeah.
1: i will not be participating yeah. in that
0: What's the thing? sneeches get stitches. Oh, no, it's something else. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. So
1: uh, <laughs> they, next up. They do, though. They do. <laughs> they do. That's how they get the That's stars, get the on, stars on there. Right, yeah.
0: right. So next up, or maybe it's when the star's off, they have They're, to get the stitches. Right. Yeah. And scars. So uh, the next channel is the Scrapmeister. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, hear that shark scrapper. I like that name. So we got the scrap Meister. They upload when they have time. It's scrapping. How to content, the goal of the channel, is supplemental income. The question is on average, I get one subscriber out of every 110 views. Is that metric important or mean anything? So it, it comes down to, Hey, Paul Pack drywall tube and stuff. in the house. Stuff, dude, oh, hope you're great. Pack. So it really comes down to, uh, to what it is that you're trying to do. Some people don't care if they get subscribers or not. Some people like, you know, they can't go to sleep unless they think that they're getting, you know, subscribers that night. So. It really comes down to if it's important to you or not. Of course, if you have subscribers in your channel, there's things that come with that. Like you can unlock, you know, monetization on YouTube. You can unlock certain, you know, features on YouTube, you know, as you get more subscribers. In addition to that, you know, once you get certain, you know, once you cross certain thresholds, people, you know, look at your channel in a different way, um, in terms of like when brands are reaching out and things like that, because it's assumed that, uh, at least pre shorts, it was assumed that, you know, if you've been able to grow your channel to, you know, like a certain size, then in that particular case, you probably have you know a decent sized community and you know those types of things as well so because of that you know there are perks that come with having the subscribers but at the end of the day if you like at the end of the day if you're trying to get that supplemental income which is the thing that you mentioned in terms of what you're trying to do with the channel views are what it is that you want because in that particular case you know you're going to be getting ad revenue but you need the subscribers in order to be able to get into the partner program in order to get that ad revenue so you're going to need to at least get that uh, you know the subscriber milestones to get in um, but you know, the once you cross that, then the thing that you really need to focus on is make sure making sure that you're getting uh, you know, enough views to to, to get that supplemental income. So if you are just joining us, what we're doing right now is we are answering YouTube questions. So if you're a content creator, I've got a form down in the description where you can put your question in there and we're answering them in the order that they are received. So if you do have a question, make sure that you do uh, put it down in the, uh, in the, in the comment, or in, so, the, in, the, in the form. So
1: I didn't forget about it. I Googled the Kmart commercial. Oh. So I could, so yeah, I could yeah, remember. Yeah, you're sitting over
0: there giggling. I'm like, and, I'm like what's he doing over there?
1: I went down to look at the comments in the second comment uh, that just, you know, the, twenty five hundred upvotes and sixty replies to it. This is how good it is. They said, um, how did this not save Kmart and make it dominate again? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Another word says eight years later and it's still hilarious. Oh, great. Dude, you're gonna die. You're absolutely okay. gonna just Die. All right. It's the funniest yeah. commercial. You I don't know if ever. I should
0: watch it. Then that's like a that's a like, you know that's it's scary. A trap. It's a trap. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like hey, watch this. Call mom. Ha ha ha. Call yeah. mom. Let her know. Yeah. This yeah is let it. everybody you love know that uh, you're. In, yeah. <laughs> this might be the last video you ever see. So uh, trying to learn bikes uh, is our next question here. They upload one time per week or more. DIY motorcycle maintenance is the type of channel. The goal of the channel says I make videos for the challenge. And the question is, I have an underperforming video posted three weeks ago that I'm considering retitling and changing the thumbnail. I'm guessing YouTube is now backing off from serving it as recommended video because it's not getting many views okay first go look at your impressions not the views so when when you're not getting views YouTube could still be showing it to people but you just might not be converting those people into viewers so because of that don't look at just the view count and say it's not getting views therefore you know YouTube's not showing it to people go and make sure that you're looking at the impressions which then will prove that YouTube is or is not showing uh showing the content to people Um, But as the next part it says would it be a wise strategy to now retitle the video for more of a search based angle and try to find an audience that way Um, Coupled with drastically different thumbnail. Thank you in advance um, for your always excellent advice So when it comes to uh, you know repackaging your content and things like that it's really important to try if you can to nail it out of the gate to where it's like, okay, I know that the people that I'm trying to reach will respond to this because my thumbnail will help them identify it's something that they care about, my title is something that um, will at least let them know what the video is about in terms of informative, um, or it's compelling in some way that will get them to you know click on it based on what it is that they care about. Um, in terms of that outer packaging, if you can commit to that out of the gate, then that's a really good move. Now when it comes to making the changes, you can absolutely make a change at any time, but just because you make the change, which is why I'm saying that, you know, committing to it, you know, can be helpful, is that you might make a change that actually makes people respond to it even worse than mm. they are currently responding to it or that change could make people respond to it in a better way. But in addition to that, um, people clicking, isn't the only thing. So when people are clicking on that video, one of the reasons that maybe it's not getting as many impressions now is when people are clicking on the video. Um, if you go and look in your audience retention reports, you'll be able to see, you know, how long are they watching this video? How is this video comparing to other videos of similar length, which is the compared to other videos option in your audience retention reports. If you look at that, then you're going to be able to see like, okay this is either above or below, you know, what, uh, or it's right, you know, along the average of, you know, how people are responding to similar videos. And if you find that it's below then in that particular case, that could be the reason that, you know, that, that you're not getting those, uh, views because when it comes to people clicking, that's just one part of the equation. But what YouTube is looking for is their system is looking for like, okay, what are people clicking on? But also what are people watching and enjoying? and usually the what not usually but the watch time you know is one of the signals that they use to determine if somebody's watching the video because if somebody watches a video for 10 minutes they're probably enjoying that video right so uh so because of that you know it's, it's a really heavy weighted feature in terms of like hey if this is getting a lot of watch time on it it's a good indicator that people are probably liking this right so because of that make sure that you are looking there um as well but if you find that yeah the people that are coming into the video they're watching it you know like crazy they're, they're watching it you know very far it's just not a lot of people are clicking on it that's where you start looking at the packaging so for example what that would look like um, for because you got to prove this stuff before you make changes is you would go into your traffic sources report for the video that you have in question and you can find that by going into your advanced analytics technically you can see it in the quick view but you don't get all the information for it so you can go into the uh, advanced mode of your youtube analytics for the video in question go to the traffic sources tab which you'll see you know right along the uh, middle of the page there Um, if you click on that then it's going to show you how your videos are performing in each different page on YouTube so you'll see how it's performing on the subscription page once you click into browse you'll see how it's performing in the browse features in general you'll see it on home you'll see it in suggested videos you'll see it in search you'll see it on your channel pages all that stuff and then you can start to look like okay well is my click-through rate even the problem right because you might find compared to the impressions compared to the other content you have on your channel and so on that that you're you know that you're actually able to get people to click but maybe they're not enjoying the you know video content or it'll help you identify things. Like for example, if you're like, okay, people are being presented this video, so they're getting impressions, but nobody's clicking on the homepage but people are clicking in search. That tells you that when people are looking for it, you're able to you know, get them to convert over when you're not competing with a bunch of other random content. But when it comes to pulling people into your video compared to all of the other stuff that they see in their feed or that they see on their homepage, um, then in that particular case, that tells you that you might wanna repackage it so it's more appropriate for you know, the recommendation system. Um, so you, know, you gotta make sure that you're keeping it, all of those factors in mind when it comes to repackaging your content because just changing the topic and thumbnail might do more of a disservice than anything um, if you, you know, if you don't actually look into it and try to figure out where the fail points are, where it's it's lagging or, or lacking um, uh, with with how people are responding to it.
1: Paul Peck, wow, member for sixty six months, Paul nice, Peck, holy,
0: cow. Love it. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it, my That's dude. Awesome, Hope you are doing man. great. Uh, Gregory Sesma says, "Thank you for the thanks for the super chat." Says, "Thank you for the advice and suggestions. Your live streams are always awesome." Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Gregory.
1: Sixty-six months.
0: Nice. Wow. Love it. Absolutely love it. So okay, we got that for trying to learn bikes. Um, okay, so next up on our list here, number thirteen. Ooh, look
1: at this. uh Chantel says Doug is hundred and six away from ten thousand.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. We need to do it, for, it. We need to do it for Doug. Do it for Doug. Yep. So which we've got, which uh, which account is that, here. Chantel? Probably his main Doug Houston YT. All right, I'll pull him up here in a moment. So just keep going, and I'll. Okay, uh, we're gonna do it for Doug. Geneva Tutoring Prep um, says that uh, they do counseling exam prep, study materials, and information regarding the exams. Um, The goal of the channel is to help study uh, pass the counseling. To help study, pass the counseling exams to graduate and pass their national board exams, also provide information about the exams themselves and what the next steps are after passing the exams, I put study uh, materials into the quiz app and provide the codes for each subject so they can study for free. Question. Um, I wanna know how I can gain more view hours with my channel. I was thinking of doing a series in-depth review of the 14 sections covered in the NCE and CPCE exams. I do have an in-depth review, but it picks up views very uh, every so often. Also, how can I make my channel more engaging? I never went live before because I'm not sure to post a live quiz show. Yeah, so uh, one way that you can get more people to, or get the watch time up on your, uh, on your content is to make videos in series. So basically, you know, if somebody watches one, then it would it would make sense based on their interest or in your case the education that they're learning to for them to go to that next one but in order to get them to that next one they have to watch all the way through on the first one right and then all the way through on that second one and so on so the very first thing that i recommend to you is one if you are going to start doing a series that's great um, but within that make sure that you go and you look at the videos that you have now and see like, okay, do I have people completing these videos? Like are people getting all the way to the end to where it would even make sense for them to hop from video to video? Because if you can't get people to the end of the video, and I, I don't know if you can or not, but I'm just saying, you know, if, if you can't, then in that particular case, it's not going to do you much good to do the series because people, you know, in that case wouldn't be getting to the end to end up watching that other one. Some things can happen though, that can be advantageous for you. And that is, let's say somebody watches enough that YouTube deems it as a satisfactory experience for them. then. In that particular case, you know they are more likely to recommend some of your other content. It's not necessarily going to be in order unless people typically watch those videos in order. But they, you know, are still going to end up, you know, recommending some of your content to the people that they think are, you know, uh, really enjoying the content and likely to watch additional videos. So doing the series with that point of view, um, it could be advantageous. But in terms of getting people to literally watch video to video back to back in a certain order, um, you have to make sure that you can get people to the end of the videos first for that to, um, for that to actually, you know end up working out Um, in addition to that make sure that you do have your channel page structured since you are basically like teaching people this you know this information and then you're having them take quizzes on it Um, make sure that you do have your channel page set up as well to where people can easily find more of the content they care about in your channel what that looks like is um, you get 12 different sections that you can add to your channel page um, those sections can be playlists they can also be a mix of some other things but what you'd want to focus on here is playlists and basically you go ahead and put the playlist together you put the content that makes sense for each individual playlist you want to think of it from like a categorical perspective like this is what you know people are coming into to me for um, then in that case you would list that content in sections um, on the channel page so that if somebody really enjoyed one of your pieces of content they click on your channel name go to your channel page to look for more then they can Go to your videos tab where everything's disorganized, or they can scroll down your channel page and they can be like, Oh, here's all the quizzes for this. And then they can go directly in. In addition to that, you can also directly link to those playlists from your video content, from your end screens, things like that. So for example, let's say that you have a piece of content where you're training people up on something, getting them ready for it. Then in that case, you can say, hey, you know, go into this playlist right here so you can test your knowledge. And then there, then they would see the quizzes that you're putting out. Um, Those would be some things that I would think about, about, you know, trying to, uh, you know, trying to get people to watch more on your channel um let's see here so uh demon Dro, good nope
1: cover demon good
0: demon drove says i um reacted to a video about orange county choppers got over 110 thousand views i sat down with paul senior and uh it completely <laughs> bombed it's one of my worst performing videos i'm so confused thoughts
1: paul senior that'd yeah, be an so, awesome conversation yeah, I, I
0: think i might have seen actually a clip of that on uh tiktok i believe but um but when you are you know doing that type of thing leveraging that you know personality is definitely a win uh make sure here i'm actually gonna look real quick hold on yeah. Make sure when you're trying to leverage a celebrity, uh, make sure that you are focusing, oh yeah, you are. So uh, one thing that I would do is I would try, just to see if it matters, Um, or to see if it makes a difference, I would definitely try, because you have his name here really big, um, which is definitely going to pull some people's attention. But when it comes to using text in your thumbnails, it can be effective. But the imagery is the thing that you can understand at a glance. The text takes energy to read, and it's really easy to get distracted. So because of that, like in some cases, people aren't necessarily just going and reading all the text because they can just read titles. In that case, they're glancing around, looking at the imagery that connects with the things that they care about. So because of that, even though the thumbnails look really cool, Um, I recommend using just like a a clearer image of Paul Sr., so that maybe it's just like a front shot and it's just crystal clear obvious. Because in this particular example, he's wearing like a hat that's backwards, which is kind of normal. He's wearing his sunglasses and he has his beard. And me, because I know who Paul Sr. is, if this were to be presented to me, I wouldn't be able to identify at a glance that that's him, right? So because of that, I would just try to use an image of him that is just crystal clear. Maybe even have him, like, front and center, yeah. just like you have the Outlaw Motorcycle Clubs video, yeah. how you have, uh, you know, the person front and center here. Same thing. Like, do that with him and use a picture to where if somebody knows about him a little bit and might be interested in him, but they're not, you know, you know like – watching his stuff all the time or whatever, then in that particular case, they would still be able to be like, Oh, that's Paul senior. Right. And, and, and try to be that obvious when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to the thumbnails. I
1: agree a hundred percent. I love that show. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that show. That was great. And there's no way at a glance, even though I know who he is, Mm -hmm. I would recognize him in your thumbnail. Yeah. Glasses on hat on backwards. No way. Yep. So, you know, maybe reach out to him or ask me if you can just find a picture and just replace it mm-hmm. um, or just do it. Right. Uh, find something that, you know, him sitting out, try to make like an iconic image of him where people go, oh, my God, that's Paul Sr. Right. And just focus on that.
0: And another thing, too, yeah. is you mentioned here that you reacted to a video about Orange County Choppers, and that got 110 views. And then you sat down with Paul Sr. and it completely bombed. So, you know, the people that are interacting with your content, maybe they're not into the conversational interview type thing. There's also that, you know, because, you know, when it comes to the content that, you know, that that that, you know, you're publishing to your channel um like if people responded very well to the reaction then they got inter- direct entertainment out of that so with that they can just kind of see your reaction maybe they enjoy that reaction because of you and how you were reacting to it and it wasn't necessarily about him it was more about your reaction and what you were doing whereas when you're having the conversation with paul it's all about paul so therefore, they have to be a little bit more interested in him and they have to care enough to want to hear about that conversation, too. So there's different variables is what I'm getting at. And it's a different, you know, experience for the viewers. And that by itself might be what caused it to not do as well.
1: Yeah. So you have a thumbnail. Uh, it's like beef and it's got Jay Leno on one side and Paul on the other. Who's got beef? Who's got beef? It, yeah. And, you know, he that's the typical Paul senior pose. And it shows his face clearly. I would maybe even use that, put him dead center, enlarge it make some elements so your eyes just kind of like get drawn directly into him and they don't get pulled away by by some other element mm-hmm. but just focus on different images and kind of the the you know the idea is there it's paul senior people are interested in that right. it's just bringing attention to it that's that's a great shot though like yeah. that's oh that's paul senior it is but even again because it's split with jay leno i mean the video did really well but if it was only paul senior on there it might get my attention uh, faster
0: really quick pixie dust traveler says one channel i subbed to and hours later it unsubbed me i subbed again and um checked the next day and i was unsubbed again yeah i would i would send like a support ticket to youtube in that particular case um so if you were seeing it from different surfaces like let's say that you subscribed on their homepage and then you looked for them in search and then it showed that you weren't subscribed there that could just be like a caching issue um but if you're like hey i'm on the same exact page and the same exact computer all that stuff and it's still saying that i'm or phone whatever and it's saying that i'm unsubscribed to this channel that i know i subscribed to um in that particular case i would you know reach out to maybe team youtube bring it to their attention um so that they can know to look into that because that's a bug of some kind so i'll uh, see here. next up on our list we've got by the way, if you are just joining us, what we are doing right now is we are talking about all things YouTube. So this is a and A for YouTube content creators. I have a form in the description. If you're watching this on the vertical feed, I have a form in the description on the main live stream. If you click on my channel name here, um, then that will take you into the shorts feed there. And then click on my name again, it'll take you to my homepage. Um, and then you'll see the horizontal live stream there, the landscape version. You can put your question down in the form that's in the description on that. I can draw you a map uh, if you need to, which I guess I probably should get like a graphic that I. I can hold up <laughs> like a little do this here's a little path you can a road that you can walk um yeah. but if you want your question answered then you know get it over there um and uh for everybody else if you are watching the landscape version of this um then in that case you know there's a, a link to the form directly down in the description so if you have a question make sure you uh get it down there yeah. so uh, let's see here so gregory brown says you're drinking coffee late in the day gregory you you clearly don't know how i roll my friend yeah man listen i can drink coffee
2: Give me a joe i'll be getting my fix in my kitchen but look at the logo the plug for the show whoa it don't matter the flavor i'm gonna get haters a cup or a pot of the gold i just need you to hold for a little bit longer this song ain't a joke it's a banger you know where you don't well hang you won't but this thing isn't stopping till it's at the top and i go back upstairs man i hope i don't drop it i know that it's hot it might seem one's enough but apparently not take a cinnamon shot mix it up on the spot give it a try you might like it a lot you need to hit the coffee maker. The cup, feening for caffeine, I need it in my mug. I need to hit the coffee maker, get another cup, feening for caffeine, I need it in my mug. I need to hit the coffee maker, get another cup, feening for caffeine, I need it in my mug. I need to hit the coffee maker. Put your mugs up here, put your cups up here, put your tumblers up here. Now drink it, drink it, cheers. Put your cups up here, put your mugs up here, put your tumblers up here. Now drink it, drink it, cheers.
0: Subscribe or like how uh how that triggers it yeah like have way. it set up to where you say the word coffee and then it just immediately triggers that song that'd and be great
1: everybody gets credit to their starbucks starbucks card
0: oh that'd be great right everybody I mean, in the you chat pay like instant it. credit yeah that'd be or, great
1: or, or or youtube could pay for it when yeah, you hook could. that up renee write yeah, that right? up the chain.
0: yeah everybody here gets coffee yeah right everybody gets coffee courtesy <laughs> of youtube <laughs> so okay, uh living in doug. omaha hey thanks david appreciate oh. the uh, super sticker man super appreciate it we've
1: got doug Yep. I'm adding you to the screen right now. All right. So this is Doug. Go ahead.
0: So uh Beaver Zero, uh, thank you for the super uh sticker there as well. It says for the fire track and me about to pass nine point four thousand subscribers. Congratulations awesome. to you on the uh nine point four thousand subscribers. Absolutely so I've got, love it.
1: I've got congratulations. Yeah. I've got Doug up on the screen right now. All right. You
0: wanna
1: talk about Doug for a second?
0: Sure. Absolutely. Let's do it. So Doug Houston, YT. Um, cause you have his channel, this channel up, let me maximize yep. my screen so I can see it. Yep. So as you can see here, Doug Houston does creator advice for YouTubers. So he is always dropping videos. Like he's, he, like when a new feature comes out, he drops videos about it. Um, he does live streams before this live stream, answering questions about stuff. He keeps people up to date on YouTube news. He, he's like, he's so on top of things. It's crazy. If you're a YouTube content creator, um, do you have a link? um, that we can just drop the link in here as well.
1: I can drop it in. Yeah, Uh
0: if you're a YouTube content creator, like Doug might hit... 10,000 subscribers right here on this stream right now Um, If you're a YouTube content creator and you think that you would get value out of Doug's content go subscribe now Look don't go subscribe just for the sake of going over there and subscribing if you don't think you would watch his content Then don't go subscribe, but if you're like hey Yeah, I would actually like to stay up to date on new YouTube features I would like to you know be in that whole circle then in that particular case um, Go over there and make sure that you subscribe to uh, Doug's YouTube channel um, because he puts out you know great content over there um and he really keeps people up to date on like everything that's happening right now um on youtube yeah and renee says doug never sleeps he abides the, absolutely the doug yeah, abides. never sleeps the yep, doug abides the doug abides, abides. The, the abides. <laughs> yeah love it the
1: doug yep. yeah he, yeah
0: really, he moderates for like half the channels on youtube i, I yeah. need to
1: have jojo take mm-hmm. doug and and more turn him into the dude turn him into the dude with yep. the thing yeah
0: yep. <laughs>
1: the, the doug abides that'd be good yeah fun fact fun fact about doug's channel just to give you an idea of how helpful it is in Mm -hmm. case you're wondering about how to do things with your phone or your desktop or youtube features when i want to learn what's new with youtube Mm -hmm. or something new with like a mobile app or i know doug has covered it so i'll go check his videos out (laughs) (laughs)
0: right so
1: doug is my my education resource for Mm -hmm. learning how to do things yep so you need to go check doug out if you're looking to learn how to do stuff on youtube yep
0: the uh anxious stepmom is our next question here yes. um they've been on youtube for less than six months the type of channel is educational and advice content the goal of the channel is to help step moms who are over functioning and overwhelmed or just plain over it worry less and have more fun in this role the question is i've been repurposing my TikToks to youtube uh in between my weekly videos most are on the short shelf, but those over one minute appear with my regular videos. Should I optimize these um, as I would my regular videos, leave them as is, or just remove them? First, if you're bringing content over from TikTok, make sure that you are taking off the watermark or that you are just saving the original content, and then you upload that content um, as unique content to YouTube. Because when you upload with the watermark on it, um, according to, you know, YouTube, when they first started rolling out the short shelf and all that, um, one of the things that they mentioned is that uh, you might be limited a little bit if you are showing logos and I know TikTok does the same thing to where if you have like a shorts logo on it then they also like limit the reach of that content so because of that make sure that you are uploading the original versions that's the first thing the second thing is with your videos that are over uh, one minute that appear you know normally In that case if you want people to have that vertical experience then you know you can leave them there and you can optimize that just like you do your regular long form videos or your you know regular landscape videos but just keep in mind that it is going to end up being like a little bit um uh awkward maybe for some viewers if they watch one video and then they they're watching the landscape version and then they click on that next video in your playlist or in your end screen if you happen to have like best reviewer set or something like that and then it's like vertical all of a sudden they're on a computer right where those those things are a little bit awkward or they're on a tv where it's a little bit awkward some people don't care but you know some people are awkward i don't like watching that stuff on uh, vertical content i don't like it on a computer and i don't like it on a tv um uh, but some people don't care but you know just that might be like an awkward experience for some people so just keep that in mind but if you want to keep it up you absolutely can Um, but I think the better move would be to take that content and see if you can shorten it a little bit maybe edit it down maybe remove anything that isn't absolutely crucial to the video and see if you can get it underneath that one minute mark, so you can get it into the short shelf to make it you know more appropriate for the experience that happens over there um let's see here And really quick, Renee, uh, Richie mentioned that uh, some creators like Haley Kale are successful with vertical videos on demands of one to three minutes. It gets full screen treatment on mobile. So with that, you know, have the, uh, you know, experiment, but definitely keep in mind, uh, you know, with the other content that you're uploading and things like that on just kind of how it fits into what it is that you're doing. Uh, Really good question, though. It's the first time I've had that 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 question. So those are refreshing because we get a lot of like, you know, repetitive stuff here. So uh, so those types of things are really uh, refreshing. So Pixie Dust Traveler says that uh they do travel content the goal of the channel is to provide entertainment and go full time question is when will thumbnail testing be available so i just put out a video on thumbnail testing by the way so if anybody here wants to see how the thumbnail testing feature works and just get some insights and some things to consider and all of that just published a video about it yesterday so make sure that you go and check that out um it's the most recent video on my channel but in addition to that um right now uh 50, content creators have the feature and basically that's all just being tested making sure everything's running you know properly and all that and then um supposedly by the end of this year we should all have that particular feature because it's supposed to drop you know technically in 2024 so technically we should all have it um uh renee who works at youtube here he's uh, youtube's creator liaison he says later this year no specific date yet still testing and improving it hey one thing that i wanted to mention um since you know since i have you here is uh Uh, when it comes to that feature it would be great to be able to see that traffic source information um just you know just even if it's just watch time being able to see that but having the ctr on there and i know that the priority is watch time but having the ctr on there is also good for people like let's say for example because right now it's just saying like okay this one has the most watch time which is great just overall because it's being shown everywhere but it's it's also helpful to be able to know like you know, like, like in my case, right? Let's say that I target something for search. Like if that's where I'm wanting the traffic from, then it's great if I get it everywhere else, but the purpose of that content is that long-term search traffic and having that information for search specifically would be really valuable, right? For people that are, for a lot of the how-to channels, educational channels, just in general, things like that. People, you know, gamers that do, you know, game guides and things like that that are targeting search. Um, having that type of information, it just helps us be better informed um, in terms of, you know, how those work out instead of it just selecting the one that generates the most watch time um, in general. Um, so because of that, I think that would just be excellent to add to that report um, in some way if possible. Um, let's see here. So next up, we've got... Miss Valentine D we are number 16 right right, now Um, so Miss Valentine uh, which I guess happy belated Valentine's Day you know to Miss Valentine there Um, Mm -hmm. they do gaming content the goal is to entertain gamers and the question is what are the most popular video games other than GTA 5 online
1: I just want to say with a name like Miss Valentine didn't expect that I was no I was just gonna say like her significant other uh, I believe she said she had one uh expectations are high
0: Yeah, with a name like Miss Valentine's. That's what I'm saying. Expectations are high. Yeah, I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, so in terms of the most popular games other than GTA five, I'm not sure. Um, I would just hop on Google for that, and I would just, you know, ask Google for, you know, for that particular uh, information. I would also hop on Google Trends, start comparing different games. Like, if you're going to be making gaming content and your goal is to entertain gamers through gaming content, then in that particular case, making sure that the games that you're choosing to play are either, uh, you know, games that are on the rise or games that have some type of, you know, stability to them. Um, Because, you know, if you hop on Google Trends, you can look over time and you can be like, okay, on YouTube or just on the internet in general, whatever, the General interest. You can figure out if the interest on a game is falling, or if it's rising, or it's been steadily consistent over time. Um, using that type of information can just give you more information or make you more informed, so that you can make sure that you are, you know, making content about things that are going to be, um, you know, still valid or relevant um, in the future, or at least in the near future. Um, so d- I would, you know, recommend that you uh, that you do that if you're trying to figure out what's popular. Yeah so really quick uh veronica and and this one will apply to everybody here that's new so because of that i'm just going to answer this one directly out of the chat right now um but veronica farish um, thank you for asking this question says hey nick what exactly does impression mean and how can i learn from it to make my visibility better so this is a great question. So when it comes to an impression, what an impression is, it's when YouTube shows your content to somebody on the platform for more than a second. So if somebody sees your thumbnail, for example, on their homepage, then in that particular case, if it's on their homepage for more than a second and it's your you know, whole thumbnail, then in that particular case, that counts as one impression. So when it comes to impressions, think of it like this an impression means they showed my video to someone, okay? So if you get 100 impressions, that means they've shown that video to 100 people. Doesn't mean they clicked on it, it just means that they've shown your content to 100 people. And then when you look at things like your click-through rate, your click-through rate is, is how many people clicked compared to how many people were shown, okay? So then, the way that you can use that to help with your visibility is if you're like, okay, YouTube has showed my content to you know a bunch of people, but I'm not having that many people click on it in terms of you know my click through rate. Then that tells you like, okay, maybe I do need to work on you know how I'm presenting this content from the outside because it's not garnering a response. Um, in addition to that, um, I also encourage you, and I have a short on my channel that goes into a little bit more detail about this, and I've also mentioned this in a handful of videos. But when you are looking at your uh, um, at your at your click your rate um, and your impressions another thing that you can do to kind of level things up a little bit is instead of just looking at the upside down triangle that you see in your quick view analytics on YouTube um, if you click into advanced mode and then you go into your traffic sources report for the individual videos one of the things that you can see there and I show you there I have a short um, if you go to my short shelf because I don't have a lot of shorts on the channel if you go into my short shelf you can quickly find this video if you just skip through them Um, but basically When you go into your traffic sources report, um, then you can see how many times YouTube has showed your content to people on the different pages of YouTube. So you can be like, oh, they showed my video to a thousand people on uh, the homepage. They showed my uh, video to, you know, 800 people in the uh, suggested videos, and they showed it to 100 people in YouTube search. Um, You can also see how many times people have seen it on your channel page and, and all kinds of things. So. Because of that, um, if you wanna get really informed with what's happening with your content, um, then you look at those impressions and you just see, like, okay, this is YouTube showing my content to people, and then you start looking at where they're showing your content to people. And then when you start taking that information, and then you start applying that to your click-through rate, and also just like average view duration and all those things, then you can start getting an understanding of how people are responding to what it is that you're doing as they enter your content through the different pages on YouTube. Um, and that's that's really great information because it can help you look for problem areas with what it is that you're doing. One example that I like to give, just because it's kind of the most obvious and easy to explain, is that um, if you find that um, compared to the impressions that you're getting if you're getting people to click on your videos a lot more in YouTube search then you know when you're looking at this traffic sources report then that tells you that uh, when people are actively looking for the content that you make and when you're only competing with other content that is you know topically similar then in that particular case you are you're able to get people to click there but if you notice like wow YouTube is showing my content to a lot of people on the homepage but they're just not they're not responding to it there like nobody's clicking then that tells you that like, okay, well, in that particular case, when somebody's looking for my content, I can convert them into a viewer there. But when my content just shows up, and I'm competing with a bunch of other videos that that viewer might also be interested in. People aren't responding there, so because of that, now I need to get to work on how to make my content a little bit more compelling on the outside when people aren't even expecting to watch it, right? So it just kind of helps you identify problem areas like that. Um, but yeah, that, that's what an impression is, and that's you know how you can learn from it in order to um, in order to help with your with your visibility on the platform.
2: Uh, Let's see here,
0: so another way to say this, or another fun way to put this I guess, is, you know, like some people will, will default to like YouTube is holding down my videos or you, I'm not getting views. So YouTube isn't showing my content to anybody and they'll default to statements like that. You'll see people posting things like that in Facebook groups. You'll see them posting things like that on Reddit and Twitter and everything. But the thing is, if you go in and you look at your impressions, because, you know, again, it's, it, that it simply means they're showing your content to someone. Then in that particular case, um, you can go in, you can be like, oh, YouTube is actually showing my content to people. I'm just not getting people to click on my videos and come in and watch them. Right. So it just kind of helps you, you know, just, just know what's going on. It also helps prove that YouTube is, you know, actually showing your content to people. Um, so that you can know that like, okay, you know, half the battle's being done. Now I have to work on what it is that I'm doing on my end. So hopefully that was helpful. Got
1: a super chat from smart credit
0: blog, smart credit blog. Thank you for the super chat. Says I'm starting a new channel, love your content. Thank you. Glad you're enjoying the videos. Um, says that uh I want to have a thorough plan. Question how much hate do you let live in the comments versus deleting? Great question. Precisely D, zero. Yeah. I have zero tolerance also.
1: I have a zero tolerance for hate and negativity. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that I delete criticism. Sure. Yeah. I, I allow criticism. Mm-hmm. I don't differences allow
0: of opinion stuff like right, that. No, problem. totally allowed.
1: Yep. I don't allow hate and negativity. I don't allow people to attack other, uh, other people, even comments. Yep. It is my lawn. And if you can't behave yourself on my lawn, get off it. Yep. Get off my lawn. Yep. Right. Reason being is because I do not want my comment area to be a place where people are afraid to leave comments right. because they don't want they're afraid. I don't know. Oh, is a vicious crowd. I don't want to mm-hmm. be attacked here. Right. I want it to be a, a place where people feel safe to ask questions, yep. no matter how, how beginner level those questions may be, yep. or how ridiculous they think the questions are. People love to say, I have a stupid question, right? You know, and they're usually stupid questions. Yeah, they're really, really <laughs> dumb. But, <laughs> but no, no, I'm just no, kidding. I'm no, just kidding. No, there's, no, no, there's no stupid questions. No yeah. such thing it's a stupid question, but people love to say that I have a stupid question. And if you have you know, if, if I had a comment area that was just full of haters, it, they would attack them. I get rid of those people. I, I, I click on the three little dots next to the comment and I hide that user from it. I don't even yeah. delete the comment.
0: Yeah, it's like, see this not welcome. Yeah. I highlight. Yeah. I,
1: <laughs> I, I, I hide the user from the channel so they can never come back and leave a hateful or negative comment again. Right. I also want it to be brand friendly. I want it to be f- uh, family friendly. Mm-hmm. I want a safe space in my comment area. Yep. And I know there's a lot of kids yep. who watch my content. Yep. I know there's a lot of uh, religious people who watch my mm-hmm. content, a lot of church goers. Yep. I want to be respectful for them too in my comments. Mm-hmm. It's not about censorship. It's anti hate, anti negativity. Right. Criticize me, criticize the product, fine. Disagree with me, point out where I'm wrong. You're yep. welcome to do that. Yep. But just be respectful about it
0: 100 yep. alignment i have nothing yeah. to add to that yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's yeah 100%. do not feel bad yep. about
1: it you're always going to get those people that censorship freedom of speech no this right. is my youtube channel if you don't like it get off it right the end right you know you're not going to come to my lo- you're not coming to my yard in my house and parking your beat up car on my front porch either right not doing it
0: right and by beat up car i'm guessing you're meaning like a beat up mentality yeah yeah it's good yeah so yeah and um uh, there was something I was going to add to that, but I, I think you got it all. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah, the blocked words list. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. just in case you don't know this, because um, I'm not sure, you know, how much experience that you have, um, or just what videos you've watched, or how much you've dug in, or whatever. But when it comes to YouTube, um, if you are having problems with your comment section, and you have people coming in, they're giving you a hard time about something, or there's recurring themes where people, you know, they keep saying these like abrasive things, or they keep attacking your appearance, or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, anything like that. If there's anything that you're uncomfortable with um if you go into your youtube settings and you get there by going um if you go into your creator studio on a computer um, down in the bottom left hand corner there's going to be a little settings option when you click on that there's going to be a box that pops up on the screen Um, and then there if you click on the community option then you scroll to the very bottom of the section that pops up there and you're going to see an area called blocked words so what you want to do there is if you do get harassed about certain things or there's things that you're uncomfortable with or there's things that you just don't want people talking about in your comment section and that can be curse words, that can be, you know, all kinds, like anything you can think of that would be I- offensive that you don't want your com- comment section, you can add that to your blocked words list and then how that works is when YouTube detects that somebody mentions that in your comment section, um, then they'll just remove it from public view immediately. Um, And then there you can go into your uh, held for review section if you want to look at them all, um, or you can just ignore it Completely. And then YouTube will do a lot of that moderation, uh, programmatically, uh, for you to where you don't have to, you know, think about it much.
1: Okay. I'm going to expand on this, Uh, but first I want to read, uh, Renee's, uh, message here, which is great. He says, freedom of speech is making any sign you want, not getting to post that sign on someone else's property. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I don't care what you say. You're just not saying it on my channel, right? That's a, right. you're just not saying it on my channel right so in addition to the blocked it will here before i get into that yep you're also not saying it on my channel not just because i want a family friendly area because i don't want to read it right i don't want to put that crap in my head when mm-hmm. i'm when i get up and i'm doing and i'm you know opening the app and i'm going in to answer my comments i do not want to fill my head with hateful negative comments right I just don't want to see it. It does right. my head in. Mm-hmm. So okay. So here's another thing about the blocked words list. If you uh, okay, put your address in there. Your home address in there. Any possible way of s- spelling your you don't home have to address?
0: Do the whole address. Just put like the number. Yeah. Um, or have the have street that, name. Have, yeah. Have right. like the number is one thing, right. comma maybe like the street name without right. the drive on there right. or whatever. Just yeah. put the street name. Nobody's going to know. You know what it is. Right. Put parts yeah. of
1: your phone number in there. Um. If you if you are a creator under an alias, you know maybe put your last name things that you do not want to show up in your comment area and if you worry about being doxxed or people trying to hunt you down and exposure or whatever you can put that stuff in there yep. too
0: also curse words yeah you know racist words yeah um like for me i put political stuff in there because i don't want those yeah. conversations happening either because i don't care yeah so like uh you know like i put those types of things in there like anything like that if you're like yeah i don't want people mentioning this and, and it's showing up in my comment section you can put it all there and then you know youtube's gonna do all the work for you
1: yeah i just don't want to see that stuff right and listen i don't care what political party of your care you're, you're part of i don't care what what deity you worship. That's mm-hmm. great. Do your thing. Right. But just don't do it in my common area. Right. You do whatever you
0: want to do yeah, or post it. It's just yeah. not everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Isn't going to see it Post it somewhere else. Right. Just
1: not in my comments. Right. That that's it. Yep. And you make the rules for your channel, yep. your lawn, you water it and take care of it however you want.
0: Yep. Or, yeah. Some, some people just let it yeah, free for, free for all. all. Some people don't yeah. care. Some people are just like, Hey, I don't care. Just my, my comments can be a dumpster fire. Don't care. And you know, that's a choice. That's fine too. Um, but you know, when you, when you, you know, if you want that clean thing and you want people to feel comfortable to say, you know, things and ask questions and like give you feedback, whatever, then, you know, having, having those things in place is helpful. I like
1: to think of it like this. Everyone. Well, most people in here, you know, an air, you know, a neighborhood where everyone's yard is manicured Mm -hmm. or everyone's, you know, yard is taken care of, Mm -hmm. and you probably know that one house or that one street that's just a mess. Mm-hmm. There's just like, you know, tires in the front yard, there's like patches of grass missing, there's toys laying outside. There's like all of this mess laying outside and you just go, ah, yeah, They, I wish they would take care of their yard. Yep. You know, that's your common area. Yep. So if you wanna put broken, if you wanna put rustic cars and bikes and car tires in your front yard, you go for it, ahead. right ahead. You do you. <sighs>
0: Mr. TPC life Store, What's going on? Welcome to the stream. Calamar what's going on? Hope you're doing great. So, um, let's see here. So next question that we have on the list here is from inspiring garden corner. Um, They upload one time per week or more. They do, uh, gardening and garden DIY content. Uh, the goal of the channel is planning to retire in seven years. I want to be doing something that I love and make some money while doing it. And the question is, I see videos that are older years that seem to be getting pushed through, I would like, uh, with new creators hold on, I would think with new creators, um, those would be pushed out. Am I looking at this wrong? Um, So how the whole thing works is is like this. So um, if you're a new content creator, if you're an experienced content creator, um, it doesn't matter what matters is if people respond well to your content, Um, some content is still getting views, even though it's been on the platform for you know, 10 years, some content that gets published today, it'll get 15 views and die um and all of that is based on how people respond to the content so one of the amazing things about youtube is if you publish content that people respond to well is you can get views on that content. It might be a lot of views. It might be just a few views trickling in, you know, here and there, but you can get views on that content for a very, very long time if you make content that, you know, the people respond well to. So because of that, um, you know, the thing to focus on isn't, is YouTube pushing this or YouTube pushing that because their system is more of a pull to the viewers. It's not about us, the creators. It's about the viewers and their experience and what they're enjoying. We're just facilitating that experience. Um, So because of that... Um, it's not that you're looking at it wrong. Like I understand what you're, what you're saying here. But one of the things that YouTube does do is if you're a new content creator, they reserve, I think it's two spots, um, on YouTube's homepage, uh, for new content creators, smaller content creators, um, in addition to that, um, all videos when you publish them they have like a testing period that they go through initially at the time of publish and in some cases that can be where the most activity happens in other cases it's just getting started um, but that testing period um, is also something that every video that gets published to YouTube gets and what happens during that testing period is YouTube basically test your content against people that the system thinks are is the most likely to enjoy that content at that moment in time and then based on how those people respond to it is going to determine how you know um, uh, how many more people are gonna see that video rapidly? And then from there, let's say that it ends up getting uh, uh, deprioritized compared to other content that's that's serving the viewers in a better way. Then in that particular case those videos will most likely still continue to get impressions just not at the rate that they were getting it might be a handful of impressions here a handful of impressions here that sort of thing but not at that high rate that you might get during that testing period
1: so we've had some questions uh, in the chat a couple of people asked when we were talking about the block comments list and mm. and, and remove uh, basically uh, users that are hidden from your channel yep. they ask if the user is notified when you hide them from mm. the channel and the answer is no They also are not notified if their comment gets blocked from the block list. Mm -hmm. So you can hide a, an abusive user from your channel and they have no idea. In fact, they can continue leaving comments and they're old man yelling at the clouds, they're not going to know that no one can see their comments. Now they do go to the held area blocked.
0: Yeah, held for review.
1: Right, so there's a section in your common area that's held for review. And if you're putting things in your blocked words that you don't want to see, they will be put in that held for review. So if you don't wanna see them, don't go into the area that's held for review for you to go through and review the comments, just stay out of there.
2: Mm-hmm. That
1: just, think of that as like the closet door, think of that as like a, a door in your basement that leads to someplace scary. Right. Don't open it. There's monsters in there. Keep keep the monsters in the closet. Yep. I don't go in there. Yep. I I, leave, I keep the door closed. Got a chain on it. The monsters stay in there.
0: Yep. Yeah. And then you got all those monsters that are roaming the streets.
1: Yeah, Doug says sometimes <laughs> right. Doug says uh sometimes comments get held in air. They do, but they you do. know what? That's the that's the collateral
0: price. damage. Collateral
1: damage. For a clean comment section. Right. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, collateral
1: damage. I I hate to say it. But if your comment gets held in error, uh, my mental health is more important than the comment that got held in error. And so is your mental health. Listen, your mental health as a creator is more important than anything.
0: Yep. If you're broken, everything else breaks.
1: Yes. Guard your mental health Mm -hmm. with your life. Literally, when you're putting yourself out there for the world to judge you and your creations. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the collateral damage of people getting caught up. Uh, it, It just, you know, I mean unless you you know unless it doesn't bother you yeah yeah, if it yeah doesn't some bother people you, have
0: like you know skin of steel yeah 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 Yeah. some people open the Superman's door and like Pff.
1: yeah yeah some people open the door the shield and the thing ready yep. to go in and slay the beasts i yep. I, I don't want to see I think it.
0: doug lives in that uniform okay yeah, well, i think doug lives with like a shield right here and like a sword right here just like slaying
1: yeah doug well doug's like a super moderator too yeah. so doug is used to just slaying trolls and chats and and all of that stuff mm-hmm. so
0: yeah, but anyway, Next ha- up. handle
1: that stuff how you want.
0: Yep. Next up, we got uh, Keep Pressing, Keep Praising is the name of the channel. They do bi-weekly content. The goal or the kind of channel is gospel music. The goal of the channel is to encourage others in their walk with God. And the question is, I'm nearing the 100,000 views threshold. What is a great way to celebrate with my viewers this awesome accomplishment? So, um, you can make a community post about it. Like if you have a music channel where you're sharing, uh, you know, like songs that you've made, then in that particular case, maybe just making a community post about it, you know, thanking them. If you have a personality music channel, meaning that like you're in the videos and you know you start out all the videos you know like you know maybe you're you know talking about something or whatever then you go into the song or you know something along those lines um then in that particular case you know if you had like a live stream that you did or something like that that would be fine but really like right now i would just focus on you know just making more content for them like the best thing that you can do to celebrate is to you know give people more of the content that got you to that got you to that point. So I'd focus on that right now. Um, and then, you know, maybe celebrate, you know, with a subscriber milestone down the road or, you know, something like that, like what you've accomplished is, is amazing. So congratulations to you for that. Um, and you can, you can celebrate, you know, if you want. Um, but I wouldn't like, you know, make an entire video about it or something like that. If it was me, right. I mean, you, you, you know, you might want to do that and that's fine. Um, but, but I would make an entire video about it. I would just, you know, um, give people a thanks in your, in your community feed, like, Hey, you know, thanks, appreciate it. You know, that type of thing. Next up, 19D, just in case you're following All along, right. Dream Builder. Says, uh, the goal of the channel is to entertain people with my projects, to distract them from their day, turn my model car collecting into the real thing. And the question is, hey, Nick, I'm having to reevaluate my system of uploading content and my living situation. Do you have any advice? I'm having a hard time with it all just now. Write down everything that you have to do. So write down all of your processes. So uh, so this is called a standard operating procedure. And all you do is you write down literally step-by-step step, all the different things that you do around making content. Um, from there, if you are... F- you know needing to reevaluate what it is that you're doing you'll have everything laid out in front of you and you know exactly what you do one step after the other step and then you can say okay well if this isn't efficient what do i need to move around in this process what do i need to remove from this process what do i need to add to this process in order to uh in order to in order to make it work um and then from there um then you know once you have that process in place then just start following the process um when it comes to finding the new living situation that's different right because now you know maybe you have to set things up differently maybe you can't make content in the same way that you did before maybe you need to get different equipment or something like that which that by itself creates a whole different thing so because of that you know work with the situation as you can and you know keep going because in your case Your goal is to entertain people with my projects and distract them from their day and to turn your model car collection into the real thing. The only way to turn your model car collection into the real thing, um, using YouTube as a vehicle to do that, is to continue doing the thing and continually keep, you know, working on it and keep continually learning, you know, how to get better. Um, That's the that's the way to do it through YouTube. So because of that, you need to stay in motion, um, but you need to figure out, you know, where your bottlenecks are, where the problems are, and then start figuring out, you know, ways to kind of patch up those those holes, so to speak or rearrange things as you need to any additional thoughts there d
1: i wasn't even listening i was reading something out of the chat
0: yeah that's d so d and i like we'll go have coffee right and i'm sitting there and i go through a thing just like that and i'm like so what do you think and he's like what what What? i wasn't even listening i was just looking at my phone yeah 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 it's kind of how we it's kind of how we uh talk (laughs) so like you know, i'll say something i'll be like you know what do you think and he just won't say anything so i'll have to send him a message yeah. It's, uh, i be like, so what do you think? And then that's when he'll look up and be like, huh? What are you talking about?
1: And then I still want to answer sometimes. Yeah.
0: And then he'll just get up and walk away yeah. like, well, what just happened? Yeah. So, uh, next up we have Escalita gym. Um, it's school gym in Spanish. They do daily content on the kind of channels, educational content. The goal of the channel is teaching Spanish and French with short vertical content. The question is if monetization of a short channel more difficult than long form content, um, is it a moat once you succeed? So, uh, no, it's definitely not a moat. You have to continue doing the thing, right? You have to continue making content that people, you know, continue to enjoy. Um, that's just part of the gig and it will always be a part of the gig as long as you continue to do this. Um, in terms of um is a short channel more difficult um it depends on what you're doing it depends on the type of content you're making it depends on your experience with one or the other um, it depends on the uh, reach or the amount of people that are interested on the things that you're talking about you know from one for the other um, there's a lot of different variables there so i can't say that one's easier than, than the other in my case um based on my experience and what I know how to do, I would say for me, long form content is the path. Um, but you know, for you, you might be way better at making shorts. So, you know, it really comes down to you know you as an individual creator. Demon dro thanks for the super chat, says it's Sunday trash day. Um, is Sunday a trash day to upload? Should you wait until Monday if you have a banger? Um, so what I recommend that you do is that you look in your analytics and see when your audience is online. Um, for some types of content, they have a lot of people online on Sundays. Um, I published videos on Sundays and they've done awesome. So uh, so when it comes to Sunday, that one's just kind of like you know people are hanging out. But keep in mind like you know the day that you publish, as long as you have people responding well to that content. Um, it's not necessarily going to determine the long-term performance of your video. So because of that, just publish when it works best for you or when your audience is expecting your content to drop, you know, something like that. And then from there, just kind of, you know, roll with it as it goes. Because, you know, you make good content, people respond well to what it is that you do. So I would just look in your stats to see if your audience is online on Sunday and like the, you know, look for those dark purple to see exactly when they're online and try to publish just a little bit before that so that you can ride that wave as they're coming in on Sunday. But you can also use that to where you're like, Okay, what days of the week is my audience most likely online or what what crossovers do I have? So, for example, because I'm over in Asia and most of my audience is in the U.S., so when I'm looking at my time zones, like mine will start – at like you know six seven eight nine o'clock at night depending on the day and then it'll actually roll over until the end into the a.m right so for me looking at it like I have to look at nighttime my time and the next day in order to get a good idea of you know when the best times are to publish but even with that I don't always follow it I'm just like okay well yeah this is when everybody's online which is most important when you're live streaming but um, since this is when everybody's on uh, line maybe I'm going to publish it at that time but maybe I just you know want to get this video out so I'm going to go ahead and publish it you know tomorrow instead right so uh so you know thinking of your plan for publishing content is the most important but if you do publish on a sunday i would just look so that you have a little bit of you know what to expect um another thing to think about also is if you're competing with other people in your niche and the other people in your niche like nobody uploads on a sunday then you're going to have the new content on that sunday yeah so if people respond well to it then that might give you a chance to just kind of get a leg up on that content if everybody else is publishing on monday right uh let's see here so next up on the list here we got tasty cloud saying that they're tasty super cool um so gaming youtuber says shadow time 2449 super cool glad that you are uploading gaming content to youtube
1: how many gamers are in here? Type in gamer in the yeah, chat. If you're a
0: gamer in, in, the, in the vertical feed or if you're a gamer in the landscape feed, yeah, let us know that Type you're a in, gamer.
1: Type in gamer. What Not ga-
0: just a gamer, but, but what do you play? Yeah. What, what games do you what play? Are you, what are you playing recently? Uh, Fortnite. You're still on Fortnite. Dude, I love Fortnite. Still. It's so much fun. Yeah. Well, the reason that we that we mainly focus on that um, is because, um, it, because we play together. So that's like our bonding time as we go and we kill. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we kill. So,
1: we we yeah. yeah. We we, we slay yeah. and and as our entertainment. Yeah, we hunt. We hunt other yeah. characters down mm-hmm. for our
0: yeah, for our our enjoyment bo- for our yeah.
1: enjoyment mm-hmm. together. Yes, it bonds us as a couple. yep honey, look at this headshot.
0: That we do. I yeah, know. we're like yeah. It's like oh yeah, get the sniper for this one. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. But uh, but basically uh, we play split screen. And okay. since we're playing split screen on the same TV, hmm. these days there's a limited amount of games that you can do that. And Fortnite is one of the fun ones that you can that you can still do it. In addition to that, when it comes to Fortnite, like Call of Duty, I'll play that sometimes. I'll play GTA sometimes. Like if I'm playing by myself. But when it comes to to Fortnite, they have all kinds of really cool stuff that you can do. So like with Call of Duty, um, it's it's extremely realistic. Like when you're you know like firing and things like that. Um, like it feels good and everything sounds great and all that, but uh, but when it comes to Fortnite, like you can fly, they have like grappling hooks that you can shoot depending on the season that you're on. Sometimes you have like parachutes are, or when Spider Man comes into it because they have money? all of these. Are you
1: spending money on skins?
0: Uh, sometimes, yeah. What did you buy? Um, let's see. I have right now. I'm playing. I think I'm playing as either Snake Eyes or the Mandalorian right now. Um, but I have The Mandalorian, I have Darth Vader, I've got uh Stormtrooper, um, I've got Snake okay. Eyes from G. I. Joe. Okay. I've do, got Do uh, they
1: have snake Plissken. Um, no. Fortnite, no. how do you not have Snake I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. That'd be the best player. Yeah, how they, do you they, not they have might, Snake? But even I would even buy the like,
1: skin of Snake Plissken. You know,
0: uh, Mr. Beast has a uh, thing in Fortnite that shows up every now and then because everything is seasonal, so it'll show up for a period yeah. of time. But oh, Mr. I, Beast I, has a character in there. I, I don't have it, but he's in there all day. <laughs> there's, Just kidding. there's, there's, no, uh, no, no, I'm not kidding. Uh, like Ninja, the yeah. streamer, um, oh, he's he's got you know, a character headshot. in there. Yeah, like yeah, all kinds of super fun stuff in there. Tap that one twice to make sure he's down. Right.
1: Hey, gaming with Nisha hi sir I'm from India well hey how you doing in India hope you're doing well in India you got a lot of gamers
0: all right yeah so we got some people are like yeah gamer other people are like yeah not so uh, not so much we got I just started I play minecraft and switch games says uh, shadow time <laughs> yes. nice cool, cool, yeah. cool. Renee is
1: like Duck, Jimmy duck <laughs> yeah, just go in there and just like get people as like you know the famous people. Yeah, take them down, headshot. <laughs> and then yeah, record, screen record it, and then just like send it out. Yeah,
0: send it to them like, Yeah, like send tag it to- them. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heads up. Yeah. So uh one
1: more Lamborghini giveaway, and I swear <laughs> to God.
0: I swear, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> the Dr. Vibe Show. Uh they upload every other day. Uh the uh type of channel is content for and about black people. The goal of the channel is to educate, empower, enlighten um blacks and those who love them. And the question is, I posted a YouTube short that got a lot of views. Um, should I wait a bit to maximize the views until I post another short? No, if you post a short, it gets a lot of views. It's perfectly fine to post another short and then another short and another short. It's perfectly fine. Um, let's see here. Next up on our list, we got Tay Fit. Um, Tay Fit. I, I'm not saying to upload. Let me be clear. I'm not saying to upload them just back to back like, oh, hey, let me publish this one and then an hour later publish another. That's yeah, not what yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying just like publish at your normal upload cadence. So uh, let's see here. So Tay Fit uploads every other day. The type of channel is a fitness channel. The goal is to inspire others and to make some money. The question is how can I get more impressions to convert to viewers? so if you're trying to convert more if you're trying to convert people from um youtube showing your content to people to people actually clicking on it and coming in and watching your videos then in that particular case um you have to get really good at the video topics that you're coming up with because they impact your click-through rate you have to get really good at um the thumbnails that you're making and and how they help people identify the content about something they might care about um that impacts your click-through rate your title impacts your click-through rate Um, your auto preview when somebody you know stops on it and starts playing the beginning of your video that also impacts the click-through rate as well so because of that you want to make sure that you're paying very close attention to those things and you want to make sure you're asking yourself the questions um, and i mention these in every live stream but you want to make sure that you're asking yourself the questions of how does this thumbnail, one, this topic that I'm making this video about, um, is this something that the people I'm trying to reach with my content would actually care about? Um, if so, is this a small portion of my target audience or a large portion of my target audience that care about it? it's a larger portion of your target audience that care about that, then just through scale, you're more likely to have more people clicking on that. Um, in addition to that, you wanna ask yourself the question when you're making your thumbnails, what exactly about this thumbnail will help people identify that it's about something that they care about? Then you wanna ask yourself the next question of, is there anything that I'm doing with this thumbnail um, that will distract people from being able to clearly, without hardly any effort at all, being able to see the thing that might help them understand that this is about something that they care about. Um, And the reason you wanna ask yourself that question is so that you can uh, either remove that distraction completely or just make sure that the primary focus is that thing that's gonna help them identify the content about something that they might care about. Um, Then from there, you wanna do the same exact exercise with your title what about this title Um, is going to compel the people that I'm trying to reach or inform the people that I'm trying to reach or create a curiosity gap of some type with the people that I'm trying to reach that will get them to click um, on this particular video based on the things that they care about. And then the same exact thing. Is there anything that I'm doing with this title that could cause a, a roadblock or a hurdle for them to get the information that they need here? So, for example, like, is my title really long? And the part that would matter the most to the viewer that I'm trying to reach is at the very end where they might not even get to through the entire title or depending on the page on YouTube that they're looking at it um, on to where that title might get truncated to where that important part actually gets cut off. And then they, they don't even know, you know, the or they can't get the information that they need at a glance with that content. Right. So you want to make sure that you're asking yourself all of those questions and how do these two work together to grab their attention and then pull them into the content uh, with the title. Next up on our list, we've got uh, Master Viral. This is real. Koa, hey, what's going on? So next up, um, we've got Her Hill Review. Um, They do TV recaps and reviews. Um, The question is, what are the best ways to optimize shorts for more views and for finding uh, new followers? So technically, so in the shorts feed itself, you need to make sure that you're able to hook, you know, people's attention. So you want to look at see how many people are swiping away from what it is that you're doing when you are talking about things because in your case you're on TV recaps and reviews. So you're talking about things that are widely popular already. So you already have a leg up on most types of content. Um but the first thing you got to do is make sure that you are paying attention to how people are responding to the beginning. Like are they swiping away quickly or are they sticking around? Um and then in addition to that, you also with shorts, they show up in search now. Um and they have been for quite some time. So because of that, you can also optimize, you know, shorts for YouTube search as well, to where you know, they might pop up for a search result, and you might end up getting a lot of long term traffic from your short being there in YouTube search. Um, I've got, you know, a short on my channel, um, that has showed up for uh, how to get views on YouTube. And uh, that has been like the primary traffic source for that particular, you know, for that particular short. So it, it's gotten some love in the shorts feed too. But you know, it's got a lot of views coming in from, you know, YouTube uh, search, and then some of the other ones are in a similar in a similar, uh, in a similar vein there so uh, so you can absolutely optimize those for search and then capitalize on that also next we got suburban acreage suburban acre, uh, acreage they do they've been on YouTube or sorry they may publish one time per week or more the type of channel is tour reviews and DIY tutorials surrounding home maintenance and lawn care the goal of the channel is to share information build community and make some money question When uploading shorts through YouTube Studio, um, I have the option to not push notifications to subscribers. I've recently been scheduling directly from Opus Clip and I'm worried that my subscribers are being slammed with notifications about every upload. Do you know what Opus defaults to when scheduling uploads? Um, I'm guessing it would default to whatever your regular uh, upload is. So like if you have your YouTube default set to unlisted, then it should default to that. Um, if not, they do have the drop down where you can actually choose that inside of Opus Clip, I believe. So uh, because of that, I would just make sure that you are paying attention to that part inside of Opus Clip also. And uh, when it comes to your subscribers being slammed with notifications, keep in mind that when it comes to YouTube notifications, um, they actually max out for your subscribers at three notifications per day or per 24 hour period. So because of that, you're not slamming them with, you know, all kinds of stuff. And if if it goes up unlisted, they're not getting notified anyway. They only get notified when the content goes public. Um, so because of that, if you are uploading unlisted or you're uploading private, then in that case, um, they're not getting they're not getting notified anyway. As soon as you hit the publish button or you schedule it, even when you schedule it, they don't get notified until it actually goes public. So nothing really to worry about there unless you're just uploading as public like with everything that you're doing and you're just going like hey yeah let me dump it in there but you mentioned that you're scheduling it so nobody's getting notified until it actually switches over to public SAS Magus is our uh, next channel they do gaming content the goal of the channel is i'm almost monetized 75 hours away congratulations to you on that and the question is i um filled all this out just to ask if portrait lives count towards your watch time hours i have starlink so my internet is really slow Um, i think i could stream to portrait with the lower bandwidth because i can run a lower resolution and still look decent so i do know that it is collecting it on the back end but i'm not sure if live streams vertical because this is new So I'm not sure yet if Renee's still in here, maybe he can add clarity to this, but I'm not sure if the vertical watch hours um, for a live stream Go towards monetization so i know that shorts in general um in terms of traffic coming from the short shelf that doesn't go towards monetization but if it does come in through like a browse feature then in that case like let's say somebody finds your short in youtube uh uh, search then in that case you know it might come in that way or maybe on your channel page as long as they don't dump into the channel shelf or the short shelf Um, but when it comes to the live streams i'm not sure um if if you or if we actually get credited on that towards monetization um, or not. Because it's a a different experience. So I'm not sure if they're doing that or not yet. So he says, um, if you save the vertical live and you leave it as public, it counts both the live and replay watch time, just like it would a regular horizontal live. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So then in that case, yes, it does. um, It does as long as you leave it public. So uh, the idea there is, is, you know, if you have something that you decide to unlist after the fact or you private it or delete it after the fact, then you're losing that public watch time and public view count. Um, but he says here, as long as you uh, leave it as public, it counts both the live and replay watch time, just like it would a regular horizontal live. Awesome. Thank you for that clarity. Um, Let's see here. So next up we've got and really quick i want to answer this one here really quick from glenn daniels it says um can you discuss how to use a community page absolutely so when it comes to your community um, when it comes to your community tab what you want to think about there is this is an opportunity for you to connect with people that are already interacting with your channel and people that are not interacting with your channel um, as well. So when it comes to your uh, community feed, when you put posts in there, you can use it as a way to let people know a little bit more about you. Some people will share like behind the scenes stuff of when they're making content. Some people will share things from their normal life and they'll use it as like a vlog of sorts, not a vlog, but like a like a blog sort of, where it's like, hey, you know, we did this today or we did this or, you know, whatever, to where they're just kind of using it as like a a way to, one, express what they're doing and share what they're doing, but it's also kind of a play to, uh, you know, get people to know them a little bit better so that they'll, you know, just connect with them and feel more a part of what that creator is doing. Um, So there's that type of thing. Um, there's also where you can add polls in there to where you can like figure out the specific things that viewers are wanting from you to where you can ask like, you know, hey, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm planning my videos for the next quarter. Um, is there anything that that I don't have on my channel that you would love for me to make? then you can start getting some feedback and then that can just let you know, you know, more of what people are wanting from you. Um, they can answer that question or you can design it through the poll to where you're like, uh, you know, I'm not sure what type of content you make, but in my case, I might say something like uh, mobile live streaming tips. Um, maybe I would say like, you know, growing your YouTube channel or YouTube motivation, right? Then in that particular case, um, based on the poll results, then I'll just take that into account when I'm figuring out my content. You know, over the next ninety days, um, there's that thing that you can do. You can also use it as a way to drive people into old content on your channel. You can do this as an individual piece of content where you just publish one video there and you build a little thing around it, like hey, a lot of people are enjoying this video. It's about this, that, and the other thing. Um, you know, click here, you know, to watch it or whatever. Um, you could also use it as a way to drive people into playlists of content, you know, like, Hey, these are the, you know, my three favorite videos on the channel. Everybody seems to like these. I put them into playlists for you check them out here. And then you put that link there. And the cool thing about the video content when it's in your, in your community feed is that you have the opportunity to, uh, you know, get that content in front of people, you know, again, right there on the spot. Um, so it's great for, you know, introducing people to old content that maybe they haven't, you know, watched before because every subscriber on every channel doesn't watch every piece of content or creator puts out. So it just gives you that option to kind of showcase you know content that you've enjoyed or other people have enjoyed on your channel. Um, But when you are driving people into you know the playlist of content, um if it's you know just a handful of videos or whatever, then in some cases some people might sit back and watch, you know. Um, If you're working on a series, then you can use it as a way to update people on that series. So let's say for example if you did educational content, then in that case you could be working through a series where showing people you know step by step a bunch of different things. Then you could be like, oh hey, here's another update to that series. You know got another video in it so you publish a video on your channel but then you keep you know reminding people that hey we're working through this series right now and you use your uh, community feed for that Um, a lot of different ways Um, that you can use it to you know pull people back in but when it comes to the value of the video side one of the things that you're going to see is the post itself isn't going to look like it has much engagement on it but if you follow that video through and you look in your analytics on that particular video that's where you actually see the results of that because a lot of people just click straight through whereas if you do like a poll that'll get a lot of activity because those are just really easy to engage with same thing if you ask questions um you know to learn more about your audience you know like for example one thing that you might ask, depending on the type of content you make, of course, is like let's say you're a gamer. Then in that particular case, you know, like uh you know, like okay, you're playing Fortnite. Like uh, you know, um are you um you know, are you buying skins for Fortnite? And if there are, you know, you find a bunch of people that are like, yeah, then in that particular case, if that's the majority, then maybe you make a video about, you know, skins or something like that. Um, If you are, you know, playing a particular game, then you could say something like, uh, you know, like, hey, uh, you know, are are, you you having trouble if it's something new? Are you having trouble getting past this particular level? And if you get a lot of yeses, then that tells you like, okay, well, maybe I should make a video about this um, to help people, you know, kind of get over this particular level, Um, those types of things. So you can use it as a way to just kind of find out more about your viewers. Technically, depending on, you know, the content you make, you can also ask things like, you know, like, uh, um, you know, like, uh, uh, like, you know, what do you do after work? Um, You know, do you, uh, you know, like, do you have a morning routine, you know, if you're doing like productivity content, Um, you know, is meditation a part of your morning routine, you know, just asking questions about the people that you're that you're reaching will help you, you know, learn more, learn more about them.
2: Uh, let's see
0: here. Um, as we keep on going through the list here, we got loops is our next Channel, they do gaming content. Um, the goal of the channel is onboarding new players to the fighting game genre. And the question is I started a channel this month and I have scaled to 5,000 subscribers. I intend to start a channel covering a genre, but I'm concerned that since my first 20 plus videos are about a single game, it may be difficult to pivot in the future. Do you advise for introducing new sub niches into your channel when only a fraction of your existing audience might carry over? This is a great example of what you can do with the community feed. So, here, let's say that you're like, okay, I'm going to I've grown my channel so far to 5000 subscribers in this last month on this particular game, and I'm going to introduce other games to the channel. So out of those games, I'm going to I'm going to narrow it down to three of the games that I would love to play, and then I'm going to make a community feed post that asks the viewer. You know the people that are going to be interacting with the content or some of them i'm going to make a community post that asks them which one of these games are you playing or which one of these games would you like to play the most or would you like me to play and then from there you're going to get some feedback and that'll give you a little bit of information on uh on you know which one that you might want to prioritize um and then you kind of set the whole thing up to where no matter what you're going to win as the creator because you only put games in there that you would actually you know want to play and that you would enjoy uh that you would enjoy playing Uh next up on our list here, we got Dark Bites. Dark Bites, uh, they do they're a horror creator. They do horror creator interviews. The goal of the channel is to monetize and provide more content that people will love and talk about. The question is: according to your suggestion and my poll results, um, I'll be making a second channel, one for movie content, another for book content. Rather than start from scratch and risking having lulls in content, is it smart to edit my older videos, ones that have done uh, the most well? And repurpose to the new channel um, if you do I would actually just take them off of the channel that they're not relevant on anymore and then I would you know um, I would re-edit them um, and make some you know significant changes to them so it is a different experience and then upload them to that new channel but if you just completely delete them off of the main channel keep in mind you're gonna lose the uh, you know you're gonna lose the history or you're not gonna be in the viewer history of the people that it interacted with that you know content that you delete unless they've watched something you know else that isn't content that you've deleted um, and uh, you're gonna lose the public watch time and public view counts for those as well so if you're right now trying to get into the partner program then you have to like really think about that and think about okay Is it better for me to put this on another channel right now or should I just leave it here and let it, you know, continue getting views over here so that I can get into the partner program quicker on this channel once I'm in the partner program and I know that I'll be able to sustain that 4,000 hours of watch time over the next year and I've already met the the subscriber requirements, then in that particular case, that's when I would, you know, maybe remove some of that, uh, you know, content from, uh, you know, from the the channel, re-edit it and put it up on the other side
2: uh next up we've got
0: um official arc arca 876 um they do gaming content the goal of the channel is uploading call of duty Warzone videos because i want the world to see my growth on youtube and also show my gameplay skills the question is i'm a long and shorts content creator, but i recently started streaming does live streams give you more watch time as long as you leave them public yes they do I'm sorry, as long as you leave them public and as long as people participate, yes. Um, You'll get watch time while you're live, and if people respond on the replay, you'll also get watch time on the replay. So here's what I recommend. If you're trying to get into the partner program and that's why you're asking this question, then in that particular case, one thing that I would do is I would think about how you're starting your live streams and make sure that you start every live stream just like it's a video. Um, So instead of just starting the live stream and let's say you're on a loading screen, you're like, you know, hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, You know, we're going to be playing this game. And uh, you know we're just gonna see how far we get. Whatever, make a very clear challenge, something that might be interesting to people, to where it's like, oh, I want to see if they can accomplish that. So that as you are going through these different challenges that you're doing, it's something that's a little bit different, something that's a little bit more interesting than like, hey, I'm just gonna watch this person play the game. It's I'm gonna watch this person play the game and see if they can you know accomplish this thing that they're trying to do or not. So it just makes it a little bit more you know interesting um, in that regard. And uh, when your live stream starts, just get right into it. Don't waste any time because if you're gonna be using that to grow your channel and help you get into the partner program, uh, one of the things that you gotta think about is if you are going into that content as a viewer, right? Um, Just imagine that you're going into any video on YouTube as a viewer. If you go into that video and there's just a bunch of like, you know, nothing really going on, there's just like loading screens and nobody saying anything. It's just, you know, somebody fiddling with a controller trying to get everything set up, stuff like that then you're probably going to abandon that content in a you know pretty pretty rapidly. But if you go in there and they're like, you know, hey, this is what we're trying to do. Um, you know, we're going to see if we can do it within this time limit or whatever the thing is and it's like, "Oh, okay, this is what's going on with this video. This is interesting." And not only does that make the video content more interesting, but that gives you stuff that you can leverage when you're packaging it up too in terms of your thumbnail and your title. So if you do something that's more interesting like that, then on the replay, if you package it up around, you know, this challenge that we're doing in this game, then it's then it gives people, you know, some some a little bit more of a reason to click. So then that way you might be able to also get more advantage on the replay and while you're live. So then you can kind of get it on both ends, which is good.
1: I'm going to check in on Doug.
0: All right. Where's he let's, at? Let's see where Doug is at. Let's do it.
1: Um, Doug, Houston, Doug, What's your official number there? I'm dropping his link, uh, in the chat. Once again, Doug is on the road to 10,000 subscribers. He is at 9,900 and something nice. So close. So, if you want to learn how to do things on your phone, how to make content on your phone, how to live stream, how to do things on your computer basically, creator advice for YouTubers, tools, tips, tutorials, and news weekly, Doug is your guy. Yes, go subscribe to Doug. Coming up on, did you remember when you hit 10,000
0: subscribers? Yeah, I think he's uh, yeah, he's really close. Yeah, 9,900
1: something. There we go. Do you remember when you hit 10,000 subscribers?
0: I uh I don't but I remember when I got my first 10,000 view video yeah. I was in China so I was in a taxi you were off doing your thing were we in Shenzhen uh
1: or Shanghai or do you remember
0: I think we were Xinjiang, probably I think we're in Shenzhen yeah yeah so basically I was in a taxi I was just out running around yeah wow 10,000 uh,
1: 10, on this channel
0: I have it on video
1: with on this channel or uh all our questions
0: I think it was yeah I think it was this channel so, uh, so basically I was just making, cause I was doing a bunch of vlog content at that time. Um, mm. I was just recording a bunch. I never published anything, but, um, I, uh, I had my GoPro GoPro running and I got a notification on my phone cause I was sitting there trying to talk to the taxi driver. That right. was the content. Right. And, uh, and I got a notification on my phone and, uh, uh and I was like, oh my gosh, I just, I just hit my first 10,000, uh, views on a video on a video yeah and, and uh said, so, so i have good, it like right good. there no he didn't even like no. know what was going on yeah but uh but i actually have he, that moment on video when i got my first he ten thousand views.
1: and you're like speak american
0: <laughs> speak american chinese american. man driving That's a taxi funny. in china is that how you handled it no definitely not. why don't you speak american <laughs> so well, that would have been an american thing to do but i didn't yeah. do it yeah so yeah missed you, an opportunity yeah. you,
1: opportunity yeah. missed. Yeah. so you filmed yourself getting your first ten thousand view on accident
0: yeah on accident there yeah. you go so uh fiction verse is our next question here miss Valentine.
1: Um, i'm sorry to hear that or no. uh maybe that's a good thing i don't know no if you're if you're if you're okay with it good for you if you're not no. okay with it i'm sorry to hear that
0: oh she says what significant other i have nobody yeah that's what i mean so oh okay yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Go. yeah you're maybe, okay with it maybe misunderstood good for that. you if yeah. uh if not I'm sorry to hear it so, uh, so the next question here is from fiction verse fiction, verse does anime and comic content. The goal of the channels to have an audience. And the question is I post weekly, but I notice YouTube will first push it to my current country and not the right audience. And I know this cause I check analytics and once it spikes three times, it doesn't reach a larger audience anymore due to the fact that the first two spikes were the wrong audience in the wrong country. I would love to answer. Um, I would love an answer for this cause it's been very limiting and draining. So I've been uploading content from Thailand since I started, um, and I still have, you know, majority you, you know, us audience, all that stuff. It's never been a limitation. Um, any video that I publish, you know, all that stuff still happens, even on uh, like channels that I'll start just for the sake of like experimentation. I might upload like one video to it, whatever. Um, I still don't run into those limitations because I speak English in the videos, I optimize the videos in English American, and speak American and, and American. Yeah. <laughs> so because of that, you know, like it'll still go out to you know, the, the, the right people there. Um, so when it comes to, you know, that sort of thing, um, I would just make sure that you are being clear. Make sure that you're not mixing languages anywhere, anything like that. Um, if you need to, you know, make sure that your account itself. Well, actually, you can't. You you can't just like fudge your you know account location. Um, so you know, with mine, I do set them up. You know, as US accounts because you know I'm a citizen. So uh, because of that, you know, I do set them up there. Um, but you know, what I would make sure that you do. Um, like if I was in your case and I was being geo locked somewhere, I felt that I was being geo locked somewhere, which YouTube doesn't do. Um, is TikTok I would does. Is, yeah TikTok does yeah um, is I would make uh, I would make search targeted content while you're getting started, so that you can basically search targeted content, helping people solve problems in the language um, and location you know that you're trying to reach. So let's say for example you're trying to get into the U.S. and I'm just using that as an example. I don't know where you're trying to get into, but if you're trying to get in the U.S., then in that case I would make the videos in English, make sure that you're. English is clear so that the U.S. um, audience that does interact with that content, they do respond well to it. I would search target that content. And the reason that I would search target that content um, initially when you're starting the channel is so that while you know the recommendation system is figuring out who the right people is to show the content to based on how you're optimizing it, um, you have people that are searching for that that are going in there, and they're searching for it in that language, and they're responding well to it in that language because hopefully you're making good content. And then if they're responding well to that, then YouTube will detect that, and it'll be like, okay – you know, who else, you know, might enjoy this content, and then they'll start recommending it to more people like those people that found it in search and had a good experience from it. So it's just a good way to ensure that the right people are going to be interacting with the content, even though you might still be getting recommended to others um, that will, you know, just kind of help, you know, fine tune things a little bit. Um, But at the end of the day, the people that you're trying to reach have to respond well to your content. So one thing that can happen and keep in mind this doesn't apply to everybody like there's there's a lot of content creators on youtube that reach you know primary u.s audiences that have very strong accents Um, however um, one thing to just make sure that you are keeping in mind is that when you are uh, you know publishing videos to a certain demographic um, if they have an option of watching content in their native language and they struggle with yours right? Struggle is a key word here. If they struggle with understanding yours, they're going to default to not watching yours and watching, you know, content that they can more easily understand. So just make sure that your communication is clear enough. Um, if you are trying to get in the U S which I see you in English here, so I'm going to guess you are, um, just make sure that your con or that your communication is clear enough that, uh, that, you know, somebody from the place that you're trying to target, could actually go in there and enjoy that content without um the the accent being a distraction
1: so daniel mattel got back to, to me
0: oh what do you say the, the yoda guy what, what's the yeah
1: so it was nick Malley. Mm. Malley Malley. apologies if i mispronounce your your last name uh he was a star wars special effects makeup artist mm. and he worked on yoda and what daniel didn't tell me and i just asked him like what did I you knew buy that
0: had something to yeah do with yeah it. yeah
1: so he daniel star wars fans yeah so daniel got a i think it was like a plaster cast or something off of like an original piece of of the movie oh nice like he i, I think that's what it is i asked him I like what did you get and like as i asked that i was like man i think he got like a some sort of a, a, a casting off of an original uh an original movie prop nice Hey, could, really quick. Han Solo's, I think it was Han Solo's face when he was in Carbonite. Maybe. Oh,
0: nice. I think
1: that's what it was. I think that's it was, awesome. Yeah, I think he has like the, and I could be wrong, but I think he had the original uh, Han Solo casting for when they did the mold of, Han, or, uh, of uh, Harrison Ford. Mm. When they put him in Carbonite, right? So they had to build that to do so the casting of his face. He has the original, and I think he bought like a casting of that nice I think that's what it was Daniel, correct me if I'm wrong I I think that's what it
0: was so really quick video man 2000 says when is multi audio tracks coming so we can upload videos in several languages Um, some channels have it already so I have it already on my channel I'm just not using it yet Um, uh, some content creators are using it and they're getting you know good results out of it Um, I'm glad you brought that up because Daryl Eves is actually doing an entire live stream talking about multi-language audio and how it's going to change YouTube. And he's actually—I'm going to assume he's giving examples because of the way that the title's framed, um, he said it's changing YouTube. And you know, through his experience, he works with large-scale content creators. Um, so because of that, I'm guessing he's going to be sharing some really interesting—you know—data from from that is going to be my guess of what's going to be happening there. But um, what's going to happen is once this stream is complete um it's actually just going to default you right into his live stream so uh so because of that just make sure that you do stick around for that for anybody here that wants to see that feature wants to you know hear information about it and how it is changing youtube because as soon as this stream is finished here in just a little bit um it's just going to send you right over to his so make sure that you stick around uh, for that so you can get that you know so you can get that information Yeah. His streams are always value packed. Like he, he, Daryl does YouTube at like a totally different level. Um, you know, from, from, you know, most people. So his streams are definitely something that you want to listen to, you know, on a regular basis when he streams, you want to show up for it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, or at least listen on the replay or something like, you know, he, his information is, is, is amazing.
1: And he's live right after this. Yeah. Are are you redirecting to it? Yeah. Yep. Perfect.
0: So uh in and, and Renee, uh YouTube's creator liaison says um uh, multilanguage audio is a resource intensive. So YouTube is working on integrating aloud into creator studio so everyone can use it. Um so everyone can use multilanguage audio and then uh continue rolling it out. So it's coming awesome. to everyone. Awesome. Um but they're just kind of working um, you know, on the on the back end, um I guess for that. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. I, I think that it's uh, it's it's going to really open things up all the way around. Like uh, in terms of inspiration, right? Like like one thing that happens um, to us as content creators is like you know we get stuck in our language. Yeah.
2: yeah so yeah.
0: because of that, you know we all you know like certain you know we just do things a certain way. So one advantage that I have over here because we live in Thailand is there's a localized version of YouTube here in Thailand. So I can go into like my girlfriend's account and then I can start looking. I mean, i you know I, I naturally go into it anyway if I'm not using a VPN. But um, but in terms of going into her account, I can see all of this Thai language content. So I can see all the different entertainment stuff that they're doing. I can see, you know, like cool set designs and how they do, you know, stuff and everything like that. And it's really cool for inspiration just because, you know, sometimes they just do things differently. So, uh, so so it, you know, it's really going to open us up on the creator side to that. But on the viewer side, it's going to open us up to some really, you know, really interesting content that uh, yeah. is going to be different than what we're used to. Yeah. So I'm really excited uh, for for that whole thing. So uh, the next question that we have here is, uh, and
1: by the way, we're going through these questions in the order they were yes. received, and we're doing our best to get
0: through all of them. Yes, doing our best. Yep. And just as a heads up for the shorts uh, viewers, if you're watching this in the vertical right now, for you, um, so that stream that I was just talking about, um, the name, if you want to look up the channel, if you're a YouTube content creator, um, the channel is Daryl Eaves. Um, look up that channel because that's where that live stream is happening here, and it's ha- it starts in like six minutes. So if you're here in the vertical stream and that is something of interest to you, make sure that you uh, look that up. But 86th is the uh, next channel here. Um, they do uh, soft skills for line cooks and chefs. And the goal of the channel is to help cooks grow um, into better roles. And the question is, if you answered a milestone chat, uh, disregard this. I've been monetized for a few months and met the minimum threshold for a check to be sent and was told to expect it January 21st to 26th. I checked again today and the cash is tripled and says to expect a payment at the end of February. I visited my address and everything is solid, but payment still hasn't shown up. Um... Uh, Do you happen to know what's happening? I'm in the Facebook group, so can send screenshots or anything else if this isn't clear. Um, uh, So I'm guessing that you might like you're probably because basically they send out checks every month and it's usually like, you know, the 21st, 22nd, you know, around that time. So what's probably happening is you should have, you know, gotten that, you know, somewhere in that time as long as you hit the threshold. You have to have $100 from to send it out. And then they are um, basically what you're probably seeing is what's gonna be coming in February in addition to that. If you run into problems there, I'd reach out to Team YouTube on Twitter um, and then they can, you know, try to help you get sorted there um, in in that regard.
1: So there's a question from a week or two ago that didn't get answered and I'm I'm talking to Doug here. So the account is whenever Farley. Okay. They left a super chat, but it came in after the, after the, the, the okay. Yeah, what talking about? Okay, yep. here's the question. And whenever Farley and Doug, if you need to clip this, if they're not in here to show them later, right. question is this and it's a $10 super chat. Currently, I'm creating a stand up comedy channel where I will be posting my stand up comedy, my vlogs, as well as my podcasts. Do I need three channels or can I have all of that content in one?
0: Um all of it can be in one as long as you're targeting the same type of viewer. So like the vlog I'm going to guess is going to be something comedy related too. You're going to be doing stand-ups so and then there's that. Um and then what was the other thing?
1: Um he's doing stand-up vlogs and podcasts
0: yeah so the podcast might be questionable unless it's comedy related to as long as it's comedy related towards you know an audience that consumes comedy content then experiment with it on the same channel if you find something like the podcast for example if it massively underperforms then then in that case you would move it to another channel but i would experiment with all that stuff on the same channel if it was me And on that note, I want to thank everybody for hanging out here again, this is going to default directly over to Daryl's stream where he's gonna be talking about multi language audio and also giving you tons of amazing YouTube tips as well. So make sure you don't go anywhere because as soon as I hit the in stream option here it's going to send over to there for you on the vertical and we're gonna keep going just for a couple minutes but um. uh, I do wanna remind you that if you are a new content creator, um, I know that it can be frustrating when you're publishing content and maybe you're not getting the views that you want yet, but I just wanna remind you that YouTube is a learning curve just like anything else that you're gonna learn. So I encourage you to focus on your understanding of just how the system works and it's pretty basic in terms of just the general idea. Um, focus on that and then focus on building your skills and just learn you know, your audience, what it is that they care about and how to serve them in the best, um, the best way that you can and that's the way that you, you know, get there. But if you're, you know, not getting the results that you want right now, it usually comes down to, you know, the the skills that you're that you're lacking in that area. So because of that, just make sure that you are not overlooking um, building your skills. If you, you know, continue working on your skill sets, it's going to help you see things in a different way, um, and that, you know, way that you're seeing things will help you, you know, succeed and you know help you accomplish whatever goals that you are trying to accomplish here on YouTube. So thank you everybody so much for hanging out. Um, uh, super fun stream today, great stream. Good and um, uh, I do want to remind you that we do have a bunch of helpful links for you down in the description if you are a content creator that includes like sponsor links and stuff like that so make sure that you check that on the way out and um, besides that everybody have a great rest of your week and we'll see
2: you next time cheers